I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know a lot of people that smile in my face But talk behind my back every time I'm gone So when they call my number, I'll never pick up I don't know you shit, bitch, leave me alone I'm going big, suck my dick 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 Like hoes Everything I do is to alumni I'ma take my time, I'ma master it Be mindful of a mastermind Better than my right when your mama left them blow up, blow up, hold up I ain't seen your kind before See me as a dollar sign Tell I resign or you report that I done you wrong And I'm leaving, no, my hold it never Nigga right now, it's now and never Nigga right now, I'm high as ever But however, I know a lot of people That smile in my face But talk behind my back Believe me, I like it loud. I'm an, I'm the man with a box that can rock a crowd, walk it down the street to the hardcore beat while my JVC vibrates the concrete. I'm sorry if you can't understand, but I need a radio inside my hand. Don't mean to offend other citizens, but I kick my volume way past 10. Ha ha ha! Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on Sunday night. A football night, a very special night in the Rodimus Prime, say that again, household, because currently I'm getting all Ike Turner over Karen's fantasy football team. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Man has to establish his dominance at some point, and I can't physically beat my woman. That's crazy. But I can (laughs) demolish her fantasy football dreams. And so far he is. uh, Who was your... Crappy quarterback, Detroit Lions, 43-42. Screw him! Yeah, uh, that that guy's name would be Matthew Stafford, who uh, not only beat your real team in real life, the Panthers. he all combined (laughs) by himself. He's also whooping your fantasy ass right now as we speak. By himself. With a broken finger, because he doesn't need all his fingers to whoop that (laughs) ass. And I appreciate that kind of work ethic, Uh, Matthew Stafford. Thank you. Um, (laughs) All right, so you should recognize the other voices on the, on the 
line here because we're live but now since every show's live even our skype shows the ones with uh just guests and stuff like that mm-hmm. you can hear that shit so Ooh. no further delay let me introduce two beautiful people who have a beautiful podcast called the consumption junction yes it's easy to find just go to itunes search consumption junction that's what i do <laughs> then i listen to them that's is that how can it get easier than that you already listen no. to our shit somewhere Right? Um, and I'll introduce, uh, first and foremost, the lovely, luxurious, Bokeen. What is up? <laughs> What's up, Rod and Karen? Thanks for, uh, having us on. I'm the, uh, the white half and the ratchet half of Consumption Junction. Yeah, I, um, I actually called, uh, them, and this is gonna be a complete nerd reference, um, the, um, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, for Marvel of uh, of podcasting because um, now obviously the actual races are switched but um, in the comic book Cloak (laughs) was this black dude and he was angry and ratchet as shit he's always wanted to fuck somebody up and that (laughs) peaceful sublime person that was uh, like and their powers could only work in unison Uh, uh, Dagger's powers were all uh, light based and Cloak's powers are all based on his infinite blackness, and he had a cape that could create <laughs> infinite blackness. He, I'm serious. He could create like black holes and shit, and suck people in, and like he was he was the shit, man. But they could only work in unison. She would calm him down, and he would be ratchet. And they're kind of like that for podcasting, because Bokeen is ratchet, and of course, the other half of the podcast is Dagger, aka. Miss Chartreuse. What's up, Miss Chartreuse? How you doing? What's up? That was such a great analogy. I'm so glad you explained that because I was wondering about that before when you said that. Oh, yeah. I totally nerded that one out when I wrote that. And I was like, it, it, like, sometimes you nerd out and then there's like such a long explanation. I just can't do it on Twitter. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I saw everybody was like, yeah, what do you mean by that? Because the, aren't the races reversed? And I was just like, uh, I put myself in a nerd vortex. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, does, are you calling me a white woman? Is that what you're calling me? <laughs> you're like, which one am I, the black man? Because I was like, oh, that's not that bad. I can be the black dude. That's yeah, he already said he wanted to be a, the old black dude. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yep. That's his aspirations for mm-hmm. when he grows up, so. Yes. And I am all for that. Okay. <laughs> now, I can help. <laughs> what are you guys uh, currently up to on the podcast over there? What What's going on? I understand Things are uh, moving and, and servers, spaces being bought and all kinds of shit in a master plan to take over the world. What's going on? So the latest is uh, I just got to get my ass in gear to build out a new website because everything's been hosted up on my website. So we want to do a dedicated consumption junction website. And I've just, quite frankly, been lazy as fuck. So I got to get that done. And uh, most recently we did our, our feedback show which with listener comments and uh, voicemails and whatnot. And that was great. And I think this week... Uh, I think we're going to do a Thanksgiving special, uh, maybe something positive for once. Uh, what we're thankful for, but we're still we're still fleshing that idea out. Oh, that's dope, man. We're at, we're actually thinking of doing a very similar thing um, after Thanksgiving on Friday, Friday. at 1:30 in the uh, Eastern Standard Time mm-hmm. PM. Um, you know, cause we, you know, we're, our shows are always after people are off work and, mm-hmm. um, you know, this will be the first time that we can do a show where, you know, if you're sitting on your desktop at work or some shit, you can listen to it. But, um, but you'll be recovering from Thanksgiving. So just kidding. Exactly. The show. It'll either be a tremendous success because everybody's off and they want to come hang out with Rod and Karen after Thanksgiving or, or it'll, it'll be just terrible. Be him. 
because everyone will have the itis and they'll be taking naps and like watching college football and shit. Hey, we'll find if we're, out. If we're talking about the black guy who tips, we know it's going to be success. Let's yes. just face it. Me That's and Roger true. can entertain ourselves, so <laughs> you know yeah. what? We want you guys to come and join <laughs> us will, now. We will come prepared to yes, do a show without you. We will come prepared for <laughs> to be me and him and three other people. We will do the show. <laughs> we will do like that normal. shit. We will do that shit if no one's listening. But yes. um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, come hang out with us, and we'll promote it throughout the week. I've already made the vocal like event, so people who follow the show should be able to get like an update that says like, uh, "Hey, motherfucker, what are you doing one thirty on Friday?" And uh, come through and check us out. Um, and yeah, we're gonna talk about post Thanksgiving because I'm sure it'll. I'll spend some time with my family, and I'll need to vet anyway. I'll need to get shit off my chest. Yes, I don't, yes, yes, yes. People are gonna be supporting Tyler Perry. Oh. <laughs> so gonna be, people are going to be asking me why do I have it in for Steve Harvey because a lot of them listen to the podcast some um, sometimes oh, and yes. they'll talk to us about things that we said and I keep you know I say these things in a vacuum I can't do a podcast constantly thinking like well what if my aunt hears that right no, so right um I'm, it, it'll trust me every holiday is the same like okay so uh, let's go down the list apparently you could pick uh being being the richest dude in the NFL now. I'm like, yeah, I am. I did say that. So, mm-hmm. what episode is that? Let's go. <laughs> I, you know, but um, anyway, it works to my detriment though, because like we're we're staying home for Thanksgiving. My family doesn't even invite me to shit anymore. They're like, all right, if you're gonna hate on white people, you make your own damn turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Miss Chartreuse, does your family do Thanksgiving? No, my family is you know actually quite dysfunctional in some senses when we come together as a whole unit we work better like when we're broken up into smaller groups meeting up with each other but when all of us are together it can get a little crazy so we're probably just going to do dinner here at the uh, Chantreuse Plantation and uh, (laughs) I might invite my dad over there's um, a girl who lives in Minnesota who might be coming out for Thanksgiving weekend, so maybe we'll have a surprise Twitter guest. Oh, hey, there you go, Bokeem. That's some new news for you. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cooking for four now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm podcasting on the air. Mm-hmm. So um, now you say you guys do Thanksgiving. Do Now, Bokeem, you just said you'd cook. So do you cook the whole meal? Do you guys both get in the kitchen? How's that go? Typically, I do all the cooking around here. Um, well, you know what? This was actually last year. He made Thanksgiving. No, last year he made Thanksgiving dinner, and it was just me, him, and his mother, which was wonderful because we just like drank and played Scrabble the whole time. But um, he brined a turkey, which turned out disastrous, so we didn't eat it at all. But I must say that this year I've been delving into the whole cooking world. So I'm feeling a lot more confident about my skills, and I think I can come up with some pretty good things to contribute. Did you put too much salt on it? I don't understand. How'd you mess that up? Oh, my God. Turkey breast, and I put way too much salt. It was a turkey breast instead of a whole turkey. So he put enough oh, salt for a whole oh, turkey rather than Oh, oh yes, yes. It's, it's for, like, the big bird with the wings and the hole yeah, that the you dig and get the giblets out of. Yeah. Yeah. And I got yeah. The small turkey breast. Here. I'm like, you know, I'm putting, like, three cups of salt in there. <laughs> no, this would be cool. This, this, Ooh. Hey, Bo, you sound a little quiet. I'm about to say you fade away, Bo King. Oh, sorry about that. No, no problem. 
I was, you know, putting together this recipe, and I'm like, three cups of, of salt. Okay, this this makes sense. I'm just going to trust the recipe. And it turned out terrible. And I ruined Thanksgiving. You didn't ruin Thanksgiving. Please. And I appreciate you bringing that up on the air live, humiliating me and shit. You're not humiliating. <laughs> He's not humiliating. Yeah, because he, he just got it both ways uh, from typical dudes. He's, he Not only was he doing all the cooking, but he also fucked it up. So, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, God, that dude's a super bitch. I, I can't stop it. Following this guy on Twitter and listening to him and shit, um, but but that's awesome, man. I I don't think I'll cook anything for Thanksgiving um, because all the meals I know how to cook while they're delicious and they turn out well. Uh, I only cook for two people, so cooking for like, just, like double it. Like itch. I could. Yeah, Karen's gonna cook. She's gonna make some banana pudding, so we'll mm-hmm. be good. Because you can't leave home without that banana pudding or else the whole fucking party goes to shit. Yes, I get very angry. Someone will be stabbed during the space game <laughs> yes. if uh, that shit doesn't take I place. I know. It's like me and banana pudding are best friends. They were like, hey, 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 girl. You got right that banana pudding? <laughs> I might stab you. Oh, yeah. no, don't, Uncle. Gets a lot angrier. Um, all right. So, uh, and of course, you can go find their uh, website at consumptionjct.com. Uh, and, you know, check out everything that's going on with them until Bokeen gets ready to uh, get off his ass and update that site. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. You but know, we don't live in the same home, so you can always find us there. Right, exactly. Um, one day they'll just go in and it'll be brand new and shit. They'll be like, damn, Bokeen been working on behind the scenes, man. That's how that's how we did it. We went from Blogspot to bam, dot com, bitch, in your face work. <laughs> I will. I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, of course, uh, you can find us the, uh, at theblackguywithtips.com, and, uh, of course, there's all kinds of shit you can do there. Um, first of all, let's talk about some things you can do for us. You can join our Facebook group. We appreciate that shit. Um, you can tell people to join our Facebook group. We appreciate that even more. Um, in iTunes, you can go in there and leave us a review, and we will read that shit live on the air. Yes, we will. Every single one of them, that is what, Karen? Five stars That's on right. the air. Only five stars. We are five starsist. What kind of people leave you lower than five stars, and what do they say about your show? Yeah, that's what I. Well, we'll never know because I'm never going to read it. Me either. Okay, um, but <laughs> but we don't need no. like, Oh, not five stars. No. And it's sad no. because they could leave the most glowing review of all time, but all I see is four stars, and I'm out of here. Mm-mm. You all know, right. fair enough. And they can talk shit about us. We don't care. Five yeah. stars. I'm like the opposite of the Nazis. Like I respect stars. I put stars on people ah. and I'm like, cool, that's that's even better than before. That <laughs> add one more, please. Um but yeah, so you know, five star reviews, leave those shits. That's what I demand. Um Potomatic, you can go there and leave shit if you want to, but I hate going there to read messages because we have so many better ways to contact us. Mm-hmm. Um It's just an extra window I have to have open during the fucking feedback show. But, hey, do that if you want to. Um Stitcher Radio, you can favorite the show, and that means that, you know, you like it and you want to hear all the episodes. Um of course, when you're there, you can donate to the show. You can do recurring donations, one-time donations. That's cool. You can go to the store. You can buy shit. When you buy shit, you cut yourself in the bidding to become the official something or other of the fucking podcast. Because people are just walking around right now, and they're like, oh, I'm the official uh, baby of the podcast. I'm the official <laughs> biracial person of the podcast. And I'm like, that's cool. But if a biracial person buys some something. shit, that's, that's who I love. That's right. I love is for sale. Yes, it is. Per dollar. <laughs> per dollar. Per dollar. I will, and I won't let anybody get over on you. We get the financial information <laughs> we for do. transactions. We, yes. So we see who spends the most money, and we are keeping a tab. So <laughs> <laughs> right now, that's, 
that baby needs to spend about sixteen ninety nine more, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> do you have an official white person yet or no? Um, we do have an official white person, the official cheese eater of the show, and yes. that is um uh Get Off My Planet, yes. aka Rachel. Yes. From uh and she just bought something. From podcast about well, I haven't seen the transaction yet, Karen. Oh my bad. My I bad. checked. Did you go check and see the official transaction? No, I'm Yeah, sorry. she said she would buy something, so she's official. Unless somebody buys some shit. So, <laughs> just putting it out there. No, you know, that I, I, I put it out there on the table. I don't want to hear any offense from it, uh, guys. But, uh, yeah, definitely um, go buy shit at the store. Um, you can call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, Friday, we'll actually take live calls during the show, kind of yep. like a radio station. Show, yes. So, you can call us and we'll talk to you no matter what. That's uh, right. And, um, of course, you can email us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And I added something to the site uh, that you may find interesting. It's a subscription button uh, thing where you put your email address in and uh, sends you an email. You just click on that and uh, and confirm, and it'll say, like, uh, okay, every time this guy updates his blog, you get an email saying, like, hey, there's a new show or whatever. Um, or they put a new blog post about the zombie apocalypse or some shit. Uh, just something that helps keep you uh, up to date on what we're doing. So, you know, subscribe. I would suggest that everybody subscribe. Uh, it's probably easier than following us on Twitter and shit because on Twitter sometimes, you know, we might not be posting about the show or yeah. we might forget or we might do something last minute. Now you get this advanced uh, notice as soon yeah. as we put it down. And it does work because I actually signed up for it and it reminded me and I clicked and it shows the same pictures that you put up. Like I seen a woman in a pretty, pretty beautiful sundress that told me to get my sex ass over yeah, the sexy pictures are back, ladies. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. You can't censor me, bitch. No, I'm back. I'm tired of the polar bears. <laughs> that's actually Karen's executive decision, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, uh, you know, if it's causing this much drama, I don't feel like dealing with these feminists. And then Karen's like, you should put those titties back up. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. ma'am. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, all right. You made it boring. I'm so sorry. We're all on Twitter. Everybody on the podcast is on Twitter, and it's a big part of our lives. It's what we do all day, every day. Um, like most people on Twitter, we don't have lives. We, um, <laughs> we just tweet. Like, I'll be in a meeting with my boss, and I'll be like, your performance has been down. I was like, shut up. I need to retweet this. Bokeem is talking about some good <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm at Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is S-N-D-A-T. Ms. Chartreuse, what is your Twitter handle? It's at Ms. Chartreuse. Google it. You can figure it out. Google her. You got to Google her. She's that big. Um, Bokeen. <laughs> what about you, brother? Uh, my Twitter handle is Bokeen, spelled like it sounds. Mm, these people are good. <laughs> just, they don't need to explain it. <laughs> uh, it'll be in the show notes, so, you know, guys, you can get it there. Um, all right. Let's do some podcasting. Why not? Let's right. do this, son. That's what we're here for. Let's stop teasing these people, Karen. I know, right? Um, now, you guys, I listen to your show. You talk about, uh, you had a couple shows on the Occupy Wall Street movement. Yes. Or I would actually say the Occupy movement in general, because I, I believe you guys actually went down to Occupy Chicago um, for a little bit um, and stuff like that. And the Occupy movement has not gone the fuck away. That shit is here <laughs> to, to stay. Yeah, I don't think people really realize they're going to be spending a lot of taxpayers' money tearing shit down. Yeah, well, they're not tearing shit down, though. No, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about like when the police officers come and tear their stuff down. Oh, that's yeah. That's overtime. The taxpayers right. are paying. Yeah. 
thinking about that today because well i'll get into that in a second but like the police brutality thing we got to discuss that shit. yes we do um, sir but uh i think it kind of needed some police brutality because um like it's an easy movement to dismiss for people who are skeptical and don't right. think about those things it's like you know they don't have a clear like a one thing that they can that we can all go I agree or disagree with true mm-hmm. um which I think actually makes it inclusive um yeah. everybody yes yeah not like people, limiting. yeah it's not limiting like it's well I'm mad about uh the price of cupcakes fuck it man come on down <laughs> like you know like I, people act like they can't get that concept it's not that fucking hard to get it's actually easier it's actually easier to get that concept than if they went there and were like, we need tax reform or some shit. Because it's like, well, what are you going to do to tax reform to tax reform and all that shit? Like, no. No. Here's what. You're, are you upset about some shit? You need, you want to hang out with some people? Yes. Yes. We're, all, we're all angry. Come here together. Yes. It's lonely in Chicago. Let's go. And cold. You know? So, and um, cold, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is what I thought would end the movement anyway. I don't yeah. know why. Like. No, I'm it's not surprised. They haven't had a good snow yet. Yeah, Bloomberg is sending like police in and shit, and I'm like, dog, just let, let it get snow. to like below five, and yeah. then <laughs> how many of them stay out there? How many? Yeah, like what kind of fucking commitment do you have to the uh, pizza needs less cheese on the delegation? <laughs> Or whatever the fuck, like, only the hardcore like, will be out there then. I only like Frank's Red Hot Sauce band, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you need, like, if you, like, because, you know, if you're just out there because you're like, the banks are evil, it's like, well, they'll be evil again in the summer, so. Yeah, uh, we can come back next spring. <laughs> right. But my ass don't like it cold. As people can see, I'm always wrapped up and I'm in the house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> outside shit. Um, so, so I, I think the movement's been kind of easy to dismiss, and I don't think the media does it any favors because even the people you think would kind of be on the side of like, um, here is a protest. It's uh, sort of a liberal uh, protest. You would think that those people would be like, hey, let's go out there and actually talk to some intelligent people who can articulate why they're out here, whether you agree or disagree, blah blah blah. And instead, they cover it by going to find the goofiest, crazy motherfuckers there. And they're like, look at face tattoo guy. That's face. Face tattoo guy. What's going on? Yeah. That's what they do. And you know what? It's sad, but but sometimes I kind of smile because... For once, they're not going to get the craziest, dumbest-looking black man and putting the camera in his face and say, "Tell us what's going on." Oh yeah, that's a completely other angle of this. Yes, that is. Uh, but, but 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 at least it's, but at least it's not racist. They they're doing it on both sides. So I'm like, yes, you can jump <laughs> on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, no, white righteousness does need to be more highlighted by the media because it's it's normal coverage skews. You're right. It's always the the ratchet ass black person that they ask you know about a shooting or some shit like that. Okay, yes. Yeah, it's always the I Dirty, think that nasty. shit guy. Yes, I think that shit. It happened over there. Like, oh man, it was around the corner. Like it was a black. <laughs> There's so many times I've watched TV yeah, and just like, oh no. it, yeah, and you're like, oh, oh come on. I like, yeah. I like that you have a title for him. The I see, I seen that shit person. That's <laughs> like we. I mean, the thing is, like, though, whenever you have that, uh, those black like news stories and this is no secret every everyone plays the guest of race and then mm-hmm. black people play the other part of the game which is the please don't be black game yes <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like this sounds really really black oh damn you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn he has three missing teeth this time Shit. And, and that's another angle of it i do want to talk about with you guys but um I, like okay so i think the optics of the movement 
on tv they don't work because there's people trying to fucking twist it and be like yeah look at these crazy hippies they're down here sleeping in the dirt you know and they, you do that and take pictures of the, the craziest looking motherfuckers um and then of course even if you could just get a collective group of people it's mostly white people i see on my tv which is not the most sympathetic group of people in america like you mm-hmm. almost need something wrong with you mm-hmm. to get american people to be like oh okay this guy has one leg or whatever you know like but when it's just like people that look like they could like be going to school or working or something man motherfuckers get jealous they get mad when when you get to fucking you know chill and do all this shit so i I don't think the optics of it work um and i don't think that the minorities are coming to rescue that movement at any point in time because like we just talked about with the whole like black privilege white privilege thing where it's like um so wait police are being mean to you and beating you up for no reason (laughs) Hmm. interesting that sounds like tuesday yeah, <laughs> I got. I was doing. I was doing fifteen over one day, and uh, all this shit happened to me. So it's a little hard to get, uh, you know, sympathetic for you. That's right. Um, so I don't know that that helps uh, their movement or whatever. But you know, I appreciate uh, what they're going through. But one thing that does fucking draw people out, and even the media will cover this more than, oh, look at these goofy white people, police brutality, man. Yes. They needed some police brutality because it's the one thing you can see in a 10-second clip that we all agree, like, well, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're not being violent back. And a lot of times they're not. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that they aren't people that will probably fight the police back and break the laws. But most of them people are just sitting there. They're like, you know what? Shh. Okay, yes. They're sitting <laughs> in the front page. Right. Yeah. It's a fun um, so- thing to think, though, that... that- you know, we're in a position now where we're all agreeing that, you know what, they needed a little bit of police brutality, get some attention, because, you know, for us to be, we're basically saying in this context, it's almost like police brutality is a good thing, which is really fucked up that, that the way the media works, it's pushed us into this corner where we say a statement like that, but it's true. Well, I mean, the truth is that the media likes the drama and it likes the negativity, so if you want the media to pay attention to you, you better have some sort of crazy shit happening. And and, and not only the media, it's just our society in general. Right. Um, the majority of the society, which is predominantly white, that actually runs shit, don't care about shit unless something violent happens to draw their attention to it. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of people can see stuff and go, oh, well, it's not happening to me. Right. But then they go, oh, you look like me? Oh, this might happen to me. Mm-hmm. Then the outrage begins. Mm-hmm. And that's when people start to say, oh, there might be something we can do. But until that point, it's sad. But like Bo King says, it, and Roger said, it has to happen because if not, it's almost like you have no purpose or point to your movement. And, and we understand you occupying, but last time I checked, a 401k and, 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 you know, stuff is not coming and attacking you. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah, the bank isn't physically walking outside no. and punching people in the face. <laughs> bombs are not coming whooping your ass. Yeah, it's not <laughs> not denying your right to sit at a certain place or make you sit in the back of the bus so like i said it's always been kind of bad optics uh just you know in general and um but i do think we can all rally around hey don't don't beat people up like we can all say really pepper spray five feet away from their face is that yes why they all sit in a straight line is that, did that require that response sir um, why they already shivered you know covered up and Look like they're afraid to death. Yeah, if, if anything else, I think they almost need more police brutality. Um, like, they just need somebody to get some nightsticks on their ass and let that get on camera. Because, or the taser. Because the police are almost <laughs> providing 
the focal point of the fucking like movement now like it's moved from you know well what do you want and everybody going well i want this and i want that and you know what let's talk about this topic too i would like for these people to stop beating me up and (laughs) that shit is valid we can all be like yes that that needs to fucking happen no one likes an ass whooping just for standing around you know Mm -hmm. um so and plus and then the optics kind of flip because now you're beating up innocent white people and we can all relate to that you know, mm-hmm. like, well, if you're beating up white women, goddamn. Like, I don't stand a chance. Come you know? on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you're you're right, Rod. In a lot of ways, Bloomberg, you know, is his own fucking worst enemy in this. It's like, you know, all the efforts to quash it have only con- gone, caused it to go mainstream and gather more attention. So, you know, it, it's in a lot of ways with someone like Bloomberg, it's one misstep after another misstep after another misstep. And, you know, dude, keep, you know, if he's trying to quash it, Dude keeps fucking up. I would actually say maybe he's behind, you know, maybe he's down with the movement and fucking up on purpose because some of those failures have been pretty fucking spectacular. And you go, were you actually trying to get rid of them or are you trying to bring attention to this shit? Yes, yes. And and I guess in, in my mind, I agree with y'all. Um, last time I checked, when I turn on the weather channel, it'd be like negative two with a negative 85 degree wind chill factor. That right there would cause people to leave all alone. Like, if he just wanted to die out, let winter do your job, sir. Yeah, I didn't understand that shit. Like, every movement with hippies, quote-unquote, I've always, uh, and I'll say quote-unquote because it's a derogatory term, and it's a way to be dismissive. But um, every movement with quote-unquote hippies, I've always been like, just let the winter in that shit. Of course. Like, Woodstock wasn't in January and shit. You know what I mean? Like, let the motherfuckers cook. And then when when it's time to go home, the drugs are running out and shit is getting cold, the motherfuckers that were there to party will leave. And then the motherfuckers that are there for a reason, they'll stay. But it's I'll guarantee you with everything in America, that number's always far fewer than the people at the party. You know, it's like 90% of people are like, let's just check it out. And then like 10% of people are like, yeah, well, why are you here? Why don't you check this brochure? And um, these are some issues we need to work on. Yeah, man, where's the weed? Because <laughs> I'm trying I'll be to. here June, July, and August. After that, I'm out. <laughs> I heard there was weed here. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, the other thing too, man. I don't know if you guys have seen the YouTube video. It's like a minute long, and it's um some UC Berkeley students. Um, apparently did like an Occupy whatever. Um, on their campus, right? On their campus, mm-hmm. yeah. And they marched around the campus. They got permits and stuff. Um, they got permits to protest. Yeah. yeah, you have to on a college campus. You can't, I mean, because this university has rules and regulations for the safety and protection of the students, so they can't just go around and do anything on campus. Yeah, some of it I get. Like, I, I get why uh, people get permits, because there's some people who are like, well, if you're protesting and you get a permit, that's not really a protest, but, you know, you're trying to draw attention to whatever the fuck you're drawing attention yeah. to, and I believe this started because they wanted to do an 81% tuition hike uh, next year. 81%? That's right. That shit Woo! is... That's that's worse than, yeah, that's terrible. That's worse than payday loans. And like, you and you know yeah, what? Right? That shit the Penn State should be getting upset about. Right, <laughs> right. Um so so they decided like, hey, we're gonna do this fucking rally. They went and got permission. Um, but then the part where they kinda went a little overboard, they were like, you know what? Um, hey, let's let's fucking stay at the administration building. Um, let's put some uh tents out there and uh fucking stay overnight, which oh. they did not get cleared. And they didn't not get permission to do. Right. Okay. And once um the administration, like the president found out about it, he was like, Hey dog, hey. Y'all got to go. Y'all can't do that. And they quoted safety and health reasons, so 
who knows, you know, if there's really a reason, they wouldn't explain that. And the kids were like, look, um, we feel, we get that, you, you know, you're saying that safety and health, we get, we get that. But we feel like, uh, it's our First Amendment right to, uh, for freedom of speech. Um, and the police came out there with pepper spray and said freedom of speech in your face, bitch. Wow. And sprayed all of those kids and, uh, tried to break up the group because they were like interlocked arms sitting on the ground. You know, just chilling and occupying a space. And here's the thing. I, I feel like, one, that's going to happen. Like, you don't get permission. That's part of the deal. Like, this is kind of the goal of protest. If you go gonna, big or go home. You know, right. if you're really into it, you better just be prepared for whatever the hell is going to happen. Yeah. Yep, you need to be prepared to get arrested. You need to be prepared to get beat. You need to be prepared to get dogged. Die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, die. I, and yeah. I don't think people... It sounds like a good idea until the pepper spray start flying, and then people are right. like, oh, shit, I didn't realize I can't see. You're up against some serious, you know, Well, they forces. did a good job. They did a good job handling that pepper spray. I give them, I give them motherfuckers credit. I thought they was immune to that shit. The way they just stood really? there. How so? Pretty, they just, like, maintained? Yeah, like, they locked arms. They put their, like, heads kind of between their knees, and when the guys, like, came, they were all sitting on the ground. And when the guys, the police came and started spraying them, you know, some of them had hoodies on and hats and things covering their faces. They just locked up even tighter and stayed together. Um, this like, may have been planned in. Well, they knew what was up and okay. they were prepared for, unlike the white women at Occupy Wall Street. Yes, who was oblivious. Those ladies were like, what is pepper spray? Oh my God! Turn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? It's made out of good chili powder. Oh yeah. shit. Kill me. I put this in my chili, not I, in my face. I just. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> that shit was that shit Why was epic. Why am I crying? And, that, and, and you, like nothing's wrong with it's funny, obviously. But fucked <laughs> <laughs> up as that shit was, it was hilarious. Oh, oh god, that yes, shit was it funny. was. Much respect for them, even if they were prepared for enduring that shit. Because I don't care what the fuck the cause is. The cause could be give Bokeem more money, and if somebody comes with pepper spray, I'm running the other way like a fucking bitch. Just no doubt, I'm not gonna pause, not gonna think about it twice. I'm gone. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of people just dipped. Like, and those people, like, there was, like, two dudes who, like, they, everyone got, and I saw it on the low, you know, they snuck out. Like, there's a line of people or whatever banned around the administration building, and, like, they sprayed probably, like, six, seven dudes, like, right in the fucking face, Woo! right away. And then, um, some other officer comes, and they get ready to get close to the other side, and two dudes are just like, fuck this noise. And, dipped. Mm-hmm. and then a couple other people stayed and they got sprayed in the back of the head with the pepper spray and it was like military grade pepper spray that's supposed oh, to be that high grade shit yeah supposed to be sprayed from 15 feet away and they were pretty much sprayed point blank in the face oh yeah like it's, it's amazing and you know part of me was like you know it's good for the police too because they finally get to blow the dust off those Pepper spray can. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I've had this was since 1992. Like somebody, mm. like somebody woke up on the police force that morning. Their dick was hard. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, shit, pulling out the military grade stuff. Let's yes. go. Yes, come on, guys. Officer Johnson, you're with me. You know. But Can I share a quick story of a sort of similar public demonstration that happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago in Chicago. And it was a meditation flash mob. And we were on Michigan Avenue, which is a main street in downtown Chicago. And this organization was like, hey, come out at 530. We're going to ring a gong, sit on a pillow, sit on a bench, and just meditate with us for 30 minutes in silence. And it was really 
amazing. It was like unlike anything I'd ever seen because obviously, you know, a lot of times you'll go to like a yoga center, or you'll go somewhere to meditate, but it was literally right by the water tower place on Michigan Avenue in downtown Chicago last 11, 11, 11, and it was really cool because it wasn't, nobody was trying to prove anything, but people were just coming together with like really cool intentions and they weren't, you know, there was no need for violence and protests and madness, but that was a kind of interesting counter thing that I also see happening here in Chicago. Yeah, that's cool, man. I would actually wonder if this thing is going to be infectious and we'll start having smaller demonstrations for smaller causes. Because mm-hmm. I would like to see people be like... um Let's like come um, together. Right, yeah. And I mean, because there's certain things that themes that we have in society that I think most of us could agree on. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it's really hard when there's like an Occupy Wall Street movement because, you know, people could just be like, well, what do you guys all agree on? And, and every, you know, some people are going to be like, eh, not that, but I'm here for this cause, whatever. But I would like to see smaller demonstrations of like, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm against uh, the fucking changes in the speed limit or some shit let's all roll out there mm-hmm. that shit would be cool man like let's get some people and y'all do that there's an occupying spirit already out there spirit of rebellion and protest uh tap into that shit man and, I, mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm kind of glad that it's not getting totally politicized yet because i don't want um politicians in here trying to fucking take this shit over man like i saw uh um tech nine the rapper he was saying that uh well this movement it's about the failures of the promises of Barack Obama. And all this shit. And I'm, like, no. I'm like, stop trying to politicize the movement. Like, we don't, like, it's not cool to have Barack Obama try to use this shit. Like, this, these people are out here for me. Right. Republicans will be like, they're out here for us. Fuck you. You know, like, just leave it at that. These people are out here for each other and whatever causes they believe in. And let them speak for themselves. We don't need, like, some politician going out there and giving a speech yeah, and shit. Yeah, and also I think that um, the politicians want to be the first one to get in because in their mind, they look at all these potential voters. Right. Yeah. You know, they go, okay, if we can get this massive thing that's striking across the country um, to vote, we can do some damage when it comes. But those people probably could give a shit about that. Well, there are also people who are showing that they're organized and galvanized and um, empowered to go do shit, which translates to votes for a lot of politicians. They're like, wait, these people will leave their house in the cold? Well, much easier to pull that lever in November, so let's get them on our side. But I think the beauty of the movement is that you can't fucking come in and just be like, yo, these are my fucking people. Yeah, very independent. yeah, you can't Jesse Jesse Jackson that shit up, man. You gotta no, let no. Them, you gotta let them breathe, man. They no, doing no. what they want to do. That's right, sir. So I'm a fan of that shit. Um, and I I, I just think that there's a the, the problem I have with a lot of people is the fucking anger they have towards these people. Like, I just don't I don't know how you can get that fucking upset at these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I could like it would be e- like Peta is easier to get angry at than. Occupy Wall Street. Peter, get on my nerves. Like, Occupy Wall Street's not, like, coming to your job and being like, fuck you, you work at the bank, bitch, and, like, pushing you on the ground and shit. They're just fucking, like, they're just fucking mad. Like, don't let them be mad. They're not doing shit to anybody, dude. they're not bothering anybody. I don't don't get it, man. These people that are like, fuck you, get out of here, you're a fucking hippie, go get a job. Like, 
Why? Are you jealous yeah. that they can hang out for a minute and you have to go put on your suit and slave away for a day? But I don't Yeah. And I, I think that is. And sometimes those people don't forget these people are protesting kind of on your behalf because guess what? You talking about go get a job. You're a part of the 99% of these <laughs> right. people are talking about. Right. And if you're Donald Trump or something, you want to talk shit about it. You're Bill Gates. You know, you're, you're, you were Steve Jobs, whoever. You yeah. got major money. You were, you're part of that top tier of, of American earners, then yeah, you can beef with it because it, it's, it's uh, in, um, what's the word? It's targeting your lifestyle and the things that right. help make you rich. But I see motherfuckers on Twitter like, yo, dude, I, I know you work fucking, I know you work at the drive-thru or the fucking bank or Sears or whatever, and you're like, yo, fuck these motherfuckers. Like, how are you? Like, you're, you're pulling home fucking 28K a year, and you, you think the idea of of objecting to corporate greed in America, something that's plainly obvious, you have beefs with that? Why? Why the fuck? Because they're blinded by the system, and they pretty much don't know that they're enslaved, so they're just like, oh, what's that? I can't just take any dissent. I have to protest that. It's weird, dude. I don't know. I can't get mad at them. Like I said, if anything, I get, which might be a little evil, and I admit I am a little evil. I do get excited when I see them, like, white people get pepper sprayed. I'm sorry. That shit shit will never not be funny. No, it won't. The entire basis of me ever watching this show, Cops, was just the times they fuck with white people. Like, (laughs) I will turn the channel if they pull over a brother, but it's a regular white dude that's a crackhead. I'm like, ooh, turn this up. (laughs) <laughs> I am in. I'm always fascinated to see if they can get away with their just using that whiteness. Right. <laughs> it's and cool to see the tables turn a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I'm not going to. Hey, look, I'm not perfect. I ain't saying that shit's good. You know what I mean? I'm saying that that shit is true. <laughs> that is a true statement, sir. Um, I, I approve this message. Um, speaking of uh, white people getting away with shit, um, I was on my way to work the other day. And uh, I was listening to uh, my local sports radio, getting like a recap on uh, the Panthers, because I like gauging their interest in uh, their new black quarterback, Cam Newton. Um, I love me some killer Cam. It's been an interesting study of, uh, you know, uh, let's play the who's racist and who's not racist game. Um, And so I was listening to that shit, and a commercial came on. And I normally skip past commercials, uh, because I'm always using like an app to stream the shit. But um, this time I didn't skip. I was listening because I was so fascinated. Apparently, Larry the Cable Guy mm-hmm. is the spokesperson um, on this one commercial for Prolosec OCT. Okay. Um, Wait, is, it, is it a cholesterol drug or a dick drug? I forget. I think it's like a stump, some kind of a cholesterol oh. or stomach drug. Yes. Okay. Um, yo, who would buy drugs from Larry the Cable Guy? <laughs> like, not even like weed or some illegal shit. Like, a legal fucking drug that scientists work on. Like, everyone who decided that he should be the spokesman should be fucking fired. He's <laughs> like, the fucking cable guy. Like, man, that's a terrible decision. Who was on the fence like, you know, I should go with this. I don't know if I'm going to go Prilosec or maybe there's this other drug. But, ooh, Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Sign me up, buddy. Ah. <laughs> drug inside of my body working on my system right the fuck away. No, no, thank you. Fucking Larry K. His whole stick is I'm ignorant as fuck, dog. Yeah. Like his entire fucking career is I don't know shit, and it's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, if it's good enough for Larry the Cable Guy, it is good enough for me. Like that. That you're right. That's a fucked up person who'd think that way. 
Yes, it is, sir. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, 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 and I don't, I, like, I, I don't remember if he said like the parts with the side effects, but I pay money for that. Like, just oh, to, great, just to hear him be like, "Problem sick may cause incontinence <laughs> and other boy, boy don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> may cause your left arm to fall off there <laughs> while you're smoking your mama's Tabasco. Hey, these fucking, these fucking drug advertisers, man. Um, I, there's another one, um, Abilify. Mm-hmm. Which is for um like you know depression, depression which oh, you know. My nerves with those and I'm drugs. not I'm not one of these people that diss uh the fucking depression drugs and shit like that. I, I haven't dealt with the depression. I haven't experienced it, and I don't like to be. Well, fuck that. I didn't go through it, so it must not fucking matter. Just you know, don't don't take anything for it. Just get over it like I do. Like no, no. fuck that. I don't experience that. I haven't. That's not my struggle. Um, so I'm not gonna diss the drug and shit. But I will tell you this, like. 15 seconds of that commercial is what Abilify does for you. The next minute and 15 is like, yo, this shit will kill you, son. Yes. It that will give you scary. a heart attack. Yes, and my thing is like, no, I'm not against the drug itself because some people do need help. Don't get me wrong. But it's... People- People need help, but they don't need help that's going to give them side effects or, yes. or actually really direct effects that might kill them. So yes. you're patching a leaky roof but not fixing the problem. No, you're not. And then I think the thing that makes me upset about it is that everything that happens in your life doesn't always require a drug. Sometimes you might just need to talk that shit out. Well, yeah. I mean, get to the root cause of the matter. I you think know. the the assumption that I would make, I don't like, and this is an assumption, that people that, the kind of people that are on this drug, um, my hope is that they've gone through enough different things that they're like okay okay this is now i'm at this stage i hope they don't start at no let me go get some drugs which i mean that's an american thing Um, can i just share a story it was about a year ago and i really wanted some adderall just so i could like concentrate and like get some shit done and i went to a clinic and i was like hey i feel like you know maybe i have anxiety disorder or whatever i would kind of like some adderall whatever because i tried some that a friend had just you know, oh my god, you killed yourself. Um, I went to the doctor and I asked for Adderall and they ended up giving me a prescription for Prozac for two months, like just off the bat after I filled out this like eight question eight I circled answers on an eight question questionnaire and I got a prescription for Prozac and that's like their default reaction. It's not very yeah. hard to get these things and I was just like, Whoa, that was it. Like I'm not even gonna talk to anybody, I'm not even gonna like try to work yeah. through this and figure yeah, it out. I just got these pills. Yeah, to see if you even qualify for it. Mm-hmm. Well, that that is my issue, and I've I've said that shit for a while on the show. And actually, someone got mad at me one day and like talk shit about me on Twitter, and I think they unfollow me and shit, whatever. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I was like, I'm tired of fucking the doctors being fucking drug dealers. They are. Yeah. I got it now, with an don't eight question. Can't question talk about it, but it's the truth. It is. And that there's a purpose for drugs and there's a reason for drugs. Right. Yes. Get high as shit. Yes. No. Agreed. Oh, what? No. <laughs> no. Um, but there's a purpose and there's a reason for it. And I know sometimes you have to get to the point where you have to tell them, look, this is what I'm going to take. You know, sometimes they get used to be like, no, I'm not going to take that. Can you lower that dosage? Can you yeah, give well, me even, an offering? E- even that's fucked up because that should be the doctor's job. Like I, as the layman, shouldn't walk in and be like, I saw an advertisement and I need that drug. Yeah, like they right. should be the one being like, all right, look, man, here's the things you could do. Yeah. You know, and Let's here is the alternatives, you know, instead of like, uh, well, Prolisec pays me to fucking <laughs> to sell yeah, this shit. Yeah. Uh, you gonna get some Prolisec today, motherfucker. Like, people don't even know we had to have fucking um, reform 
for the way that drug companies were courting doctors and oh yeah, yeah. taking them on trips paying for stuff yeah right they could give your whole staff free shit and they still can to some extent it's not mm-hmm. completely get that wrong nothing that's but, right but if you think that shit doesn't affect how someone diagnoses and prescribes medicine come on come on man they're human too they you fucking invest a thousand dollars on me going on a fucking cruise chances are i'm slinging this shit out of some fucking prolisac the second i get back dog and these things keep you sick and when you keep taking these things and you keep getting sick well healthy people aren't you know paying medical bills it's the people that are fucked up that are you know paying to fix the problems caused by their other medicines so the cycle continues and they make a lot of money I just yeah, and I, I'm not saying Prilosec. I'm just saying Prilosec, but uh, I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm, I'm talking more about uh, pharmaceuticals. You know, things, yeah. yeah, things you have to get from behind the counter. Right. Um, but you know, I, I but not saying that it's ex- exclusive to that mm-hmm. because there's a lot of shit you can buy over the counter that you probably did not need to fucking take. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's so. the thing. Like when we talk, you talk about the advertising rod. Like if if it's something that's over the counter, like uh, apparently seen in the chat. Okay, Prilosec's over the counter. Then I get why you put an ad out there because now the consumer's making the decision. Yo, I'm gonna go get this because yeah. I got my heartburn. But when it comes to prescription drugs, it's like ask your doctor about this. I don't even understand how it's legal to advertise these drugs right. because, you know, like you said, you don't want to be going into the doctor saying, yo, I need this because I, I seen it sound good. The, the only context I could see where it would make sense to advertise prescription drugs is like if you're reading or seeing something specific to a condition. Like if I'm like, if I got diabetes and I'm reading Diabetes Illustrated, then it makes sense right. for the ads to appear there. Nowhere else. I just don't fucking get it. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're going to come back and talk about Cam Newton, but first, do you have this problem? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but yeah, and then, I mean, honestly, man, you, we can't hold them on a fucking pedestal when you're hiring, Mm-mm. when you're hiring Larry the Cable Guy. This come is on. what their attempt to reach that people. That means you don't give a shit. You don't get to be fucking high and mighty. I'm doing God's work with this medicine, just trying to get the people off of the shit. And you're like, okay, cool, man. So who are we going to get for a spokesperson? Larry the fucking cable guy. Smart, <laughs> <laughs> stupid anyway. And let's sell shit to his dumb ass yeah, fans. What happened? Yeah, yeah, his fans. Because what happened if you don't think his ass is funny? Right. Well, and it, it's not even like he had a joke. Mm. Like, that was the other thing. I was like, okay, so it's Larry the cable guy. I'm expecting, like, this joke, you know? like i get gas and i fart or something and it's like no <laughs> no it's just larry the cable guy reading the script that the fucking doctor should be reading that's um, right mm-hmm. and then lab coats but yeah not a fan mm-hmm. of that shit and uh at yeah. all i've said it before doctors are drug dealers some people disagree um they but are. that's what the fuck they do for a living yeah, i don't know yeah, they are uh maybe you guys haven't gone to as many doctors as me or uh you know heard as many different experiences but quite often you're walking out of there uh, with, with a prescription. With a prescription and not... Uh, easy. Very easy. Have, yeah, not all doctors have that like, okay, look, let's look at your diet. Let's look at your exercise regimen. Right. What's your emotional state? What's your health like? There are so many factors that can contribute to whatever symptom you're feeling. And sometimes the symptom is more indicative indicative of something that's deeper or bigger. Like you might have a headache, but that could be because you're stressed, not necessarily right. because of whatever. 
exactly and, yeah. I, and i will say this man i'm not once again i'm not knocking people that have legitimate issues Me and have tried things because yeah. i do believe there are people who have tried shit and it just did not fucking work it's like well i did change my diet well that shit ain't gonna work okay I, I did, did lose exercise weight. you know i broke up with this motherfucker like d- d- mm-hmm. i still wake up and want to kill myself you know what yes you might have to do some shit that i'm not familiar with because i haven't experienced that that shit and i don't want to knock or demean that person because if it's legit, it's legit. But come on, dog. We can't be having these ads out here like, yo, Larry the Cable Guy, man. You yeah, it's go- a joke. It just shows how much of a joke it actually is. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's, it's a joke, and they don't take it seriously. I remember uh, of some, excuse me, some years ago, I was in college, and I was having, like, breakouts on my skin. I they ha- I had, what is that, the um, allergy Herbies. test. Oh, no, okay. I, sorry. <laughs> I, 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 was asking, I didn't know. I was, thought you might have had some. I don't know. Oh, you terrible. As long as I don't got it. You know what I'm saying? Up top, fellas. <laughs> and you go fall out. Um, I'm sorry. That's, that's for a discussion off the air. Um, uh, like I was saying, I still had allergy tests. And by the time I got finished, they gave me like all these dresses. You're allergic to trees. You're allergic to flowers. You're allergic to bees. I was allergic to all kinds of shit. <laughs> they gave me. And it started because you were allergic to shellfish. Yes. Is what they said, yes, right? Yes. To trees and, and flowers. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. Everything. I was like, oh shit. And but I I knew you're allergic to grass, which I really am allergic to grass. No way. Yes. Oh god, grass would tear my grass. Oh my god, it would tear my skin to pieces. And um, I when I had my test, a lot of times they do it on your back, but I had mine on my arm. So they got like all these dots and they prick you on your arms. And if you're allergic, the little dots will start blowing up and like itching. Hmm. So I already wanted to beat the lady with my arm because my arm is like crazy. <laughs> and so she gave me like five or six different medications. I started taking on medications. I couldn't think straight. I didn't know what dead was. I said, you know what? I'm not taking any of this. And I just threw it all in the trash can. I've been fine ever since. I was like, you know what? I've been fine without this shit. I'm not taking this shit because y'all prescribed it to me. You know, if I couldn't breathe or something like that, it's, not, it's like sometimes you come in for one thing and they just give you drugs because they can. Yep. Not because of the issue, not because of the problem, but because they can. Well, she it's, did have the funniest of allergy ever, though, because she would eat shellfish and then her lips would swell up. So yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, and, and, and it, was, it was hilarious. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I remember the, the first time it happened. I felt my upper lip itch, and I kept patting at it, but I didn't know it was swelling. I kept patting at it. And Roger looked at me. He was like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with your lip? I said, I don't know. And I looked, and it looked like a balloon. It looked like if you push it, it would bust. I was like, oh, my God, what is <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Um, no, no, I'll tell you what was awesome was when I went to the doc, when I went to the hospital, and they gave me the best Benadryl ever. I didn't know Benadryl came in IV form. Oh, oh, best shit ever. Yeah. She was like, ma'am. As we talk about how you shouldn't be using drugs, <laughs> shit like that, fuck that point. Karen was high. So the yeah, end. Yeah, I, and, and, but, but it was the reason because I had, was having a allergic reaction. And when right. they gave me this, she was like, ma'am, I'm going to give you this um, Benadryl and you should be okay. And she hit the button. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, it was wonderful. It was um, wonderful. Like, Karen, right. You got it rough, though. I mean, in terms of fucking allergies, shellfish, that fucking sucks because shellfish are delicious. And grass? Like, like, can you like not wear sandals in the summer and shit like that because of that? I, I, I can, but the thing is that it, I it just went away. 
She eats it now, fine. Yes, and now, oh, now okay. I can eat it. Um, the thing is that I can't um, sit in grass. Like, if I sit in grass, it'll, like, wet my skin and start whipping up. And it'll like somebody has kind of beat me with a switch. Ooh. And when I was a kid, I love old black people. But old black people thought allergies was made up. And they thought this was the shit you imagined because they couldn't see it. So when I was a little kid, my mom used to have make us, like, rake leaves and shit. And, and and rake grass when she would cut it. And my skin would be bubbling and busting. And, and she would just, when I took a bath, it relieved the pain. And when I would tell her something was wrong, she would, you know, she, like most black people that are very, very uneducated, they'd be like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with you, girl. You're just trying to get out of work. No, nah, I'm tussing on it. It, yes, Tussin, Robitussin fixed everything. Robitussin and Epsom salt was everything. <laughs> You're like, Mom, this can't fix everything for a little kid. All right. Um, speaking of little kids. Yes. Tim Tebow. He owned, I've, I've, I've come to the conclusion. This hasn't happened in years, but it's fucking time. He needs his own Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> this shit needs to happen now. I would um, watch that shit. Tim Tebow, of course, is the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, uh, Christian saint, and um, leader of the religion that I currently subscribe to, Tebowism. Yes. Um, and he can do no wrong, obviously. Um, but I, I think he... What he, would it be called? Tebow time? You know what? I yes, like that. I yes. like that. Tebow time. And like before, we used to have the uh, Pro Stars. Which is uh, yes. another cartoon, and uh, we also had uh, Michael Jordan's. Um, what was the name of that movie where he fucking played against Space Jam? You know, Space yes, Jam. yes. Hmm. a great, great movie uh, <laughs> where he fought selling shoes. He fought monsters that had the powers of Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, Charles Barkley, and various other NBA stars. Yes, yes. on on super steroids. A wonderful thing, wonderful thing. Um, but but yeah, I think he gets all in the fourth quarter, obviously, because he doesn't want to embarrass his opponent, opponents no. by running up the score. He doesn't do that. Um, he's a modest and a meek guy. He only takes what he needs. Um, I think in the fourth quarter, he gets all the powers of the pro stars. Ah, all mixed in one. All mixed in one. You do, know, do, do, maybe do, even that the, that guy Brave Star. Remember him? Hey that, baby, do you the think American he, Indian cartoon where he got like the power of the hey e- baby, sight of the eagle and hey shit baby, like that. Do you think he'll do this and get on one knee and all the powers? Of well, that is a physical joke that the people on Vocal will get. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Oh, the mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Everyone else, Tebowing. Yes, for I was. Those that don't know what it is, I was Tebowing. But yeah, I think it's time. I think he could do a Saturday morning cartoon. He could probably even voice it. And it'll give him something to do when he's out of the NFL. Um, Bo Keen, what do you think, man? Would would that be cool? I, I'd be cool with that. I'd be down with that. You know, whatever we want to call it, maybe like Jesus Corner with Tim Tebow or something like that. But is, is Saturday morning appropriate? Shouldn't it be Sunday morning? <laughs> you know, you're probably right, man. Sunday mornings, maybe right before game time, you just 30 <laughs> minutes of, of, of Jesus Corner with Tim Tebow. And you know what? And the rest of the team will be angels. <laughs> we're gonna go all out uh, but yeah I'm, I'm a fan of this and i think it needs Me to happen too. um huh as as my vocal freezes on my side hey you guys still good on your side we're still good here uh it's flowing i see the vocal frozen though oh okay, okay. so it froze for everybody i just uh, see the screen oh, frozen, but yeah it was okay. back for a second oh, wait. good job vocal way the fuck up <laughs> um, there we go all right so um the other thing, too, speaking of Tim Tebow, I can't talk about Tebow without mentioning my other homeboy, Herman Cain. Of course. Herman <laughs> Cain. People keep saying, like, he's doing all this for a TV show. Which, I mean, I, 
I don't want to believe because I think he's stupid, you know. But uh, all of the all of the he'll get a TV show. You think he'll get a TV show either way? Of course. He oh. has to because he's not going to be able to do anything really else. And people are still so fascinated by him that they will eat up his presence. Ah. Oh, what is going yeah, on I, here, sir? The, um, we're having some kind of technical difficulties on vocal. It's blinking on and off now. <laughs> I see the lights getting bright. <laughs> yeah, it's like a horror movie like shit TV I from, uh, that Carol Ann shit. Oh, okay. I, I had to restart my internet. I wonder if we're still connected in there. Yeah, you, um, and, you, and you know this vo- could be awkward. You know, vocal will start back up like as soon as you go into that shit. Yeah, well, we're about to find out. Let me join the event um, again and see what happens. Ah, uh, man, this is live podcasting. This Welcome. is live, and I just heard myself. Okay, I'm gone. All right, cool. <laughs> Yo, is everybody? Is everybody? <laughs> Tebow came down from heaven and smited Rod. <laughs> but we love you, Tebow. We love you. Yo, everybody, does everybody hear? Are we good I, now? I, I don't know if people in the chat can hear us. All right. Well, I'm, yeah, now, like I was saying, Herman Kane. before the uh, man, man That was Herman Kane. Maybe this is Secret Service protection that is <laughs> cutting us off, you know? Uh-oh. But, we said too much. Yeah, now, now I actually have all kinds of shit going on, and my other links are opening up. God damn it! Fuck, <laughs> man. Oh, because everything restarted. Yes. So now it's like news articles are popping up. Like, hey, let's talk about this news article because even though you clicked on it and you were trying to read it, we're fuck that. We're gonna just tell you without you even asking. So now I gotta find what the fuck that is. Which which one's playing? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Obama's uh, trying to take you down. Yeah. It's Obama because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to have to deal with Herman Cain. He doesn't want you promoting Herman Cain's ideals here on the show. Yeah, I blame the white man for this bullshit. Sorry, <laughs> Cain. Yes, and it's playing really enough. Yeah, it's playing really low, but I I gotta fucking find this before I lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> yes, <and I'm-> <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking. I'm looking at every article for what the fuck is is and, and playing live, and it might be one of the side ones. Yo, a uh, pop-up commercial. You know what I want to do? I'm going to close every fucking thing. I'll do it. Save it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first, let me uh, make sure I have all the links to the articles. And, um, yeah, fuck all this. Let's close them one at a time. Yes. Because we hadn't figured out which one, but there it is. Oh, I found it. The Her- And it was the Herman Cain article. Cool. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Herman Cain. I had your back and you do this how you do me? Embarrass you on live fucking vocals? <laughs> Bitch. He's doing the slow smile right now. <laughs> yeah. Doing that eight second smile and, right now. And in it my was face. the one on the side too. It wasn't even the main story. Yeah, I gotta open all this shit again. I don't remember how Some many you bitch. closed, baby. This is bullshit. That's all I know. Um you know what? Fuck it. End of the show. Now nah, um <laughs> how right, right, so, now. <laughs> So, no, you would not end this show, sir. I'm like Ike Turner kicking everybody out and doing cocaine and shit. Fuck it, party over. Um, <laughs> I was by the black guy who tips. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, so if he's doing this for a TV show, I was like, man, I'm kind of pissed because I kind of like the fact that he is um, ratchet and acts like he thinks he can be president, and it's more fun to believe that he really believes he could be. But. I would watch his show. Like, if he is doing all this for a show, it's kind of fucked up. I would watch no that show. No revelation to anybody. Come on. This is nothing surprising. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Here's what I don't get. I'm, I'm picturing the show. Okay, it's the Herman Cain talk show. The you know. No, it would be in a barber shop. Somebody in the chat room said it should be in a barber shop. <laughs> Kate Diggy said that. <laughs> wait, wait. Barber so, shop. 
what station does it go on? Because it doesn't go on Fox News. Because it. No, it'll be. I think it'll. I think it'll be there. I think it'll be like MSNBC. <laughs> One of those middle ground things. It yes, was, yes. It, it, no, you know what it'll be called? The Walnut Hour. <laughs> <laughs> the evening news Comes, with the black walnut. Wait, why? Why the walnut album or what? Why walnut hour? Oh, he goes by black walnut. That's what oh, he calls really? himself. What does that mean? Um, no one knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but it's provocative. It gets the people going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that I, I think that uh, I would definitely tune in, and that that's kind of fucked up, man, because. You I'm know, into, sir. I, yeah, I prefer to think that the motherfucker is trying to uh, do the shit for real, man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I feel some kind of way about that. Like he betrayed me to a certain extent. Um, anyway, man. Along on VH1, now that I think about it, you know, they got ratchet ball wives and shit like that, right? Wouldn't wouldn't Herman Cain fit in better there? He can't go on BET because he doesn't like black people. So, Ubo Cain, you know what? They they if they did this right, VH1. With like actually follow him, like record all the shit he does and his behind the scenes and and all the blunders and stuff. And <laughs> that would be the greatest shit ever. He ain't gonna let them get behind the scenes. He's like, you know, he doesn't want to do busting in a nut with Herm Kane. So I think he would. And the reason why he would, he gave a thirty minute speech about fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing changed. You didn't tell us no brand new information. We didn't even deny the allegations. Yeah. I think he would do this. He even had that white dude come out and vouch for him and shit. He's like, this my white lawyer. Listen to him. That, was, that fucking press conference was hilarious, though, because you're right, Karen. He didn't deny anything. He didn't no. deny doing anything. He denied remembering doing anything. But yes, yes. He could have been, like, been playing the amnesia card for all the fuck we know. Man, that motherfucker well, I, said... I think he would do it. That motherfucker said, well, I do remember her because that's the one you asked me about. Sir? <laughs> what the fuck is that? So I do remember her because she had the red skirt when I smacked her ass. <laughs> if we could just figure out the rest of their names, he'd fucking remember them all, I guess, right? That's right. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, Herman Cain. Still adorable, though. And that's why I would watch a show. Of course. Um, also, I wanted to talk about this real quick. Pornography. What about it, sir? Well, I talk about it. Somebody even told me on Twitter today, they mentioned me. They said, I'm watching XXX with my son. The V, the V, uh, the, uh, what's that? Vin Diesel movie, not the stuff Rodimus Prime watches. I'm like, what? I don't think I patented that shit, sir. I think we all watch it. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, like that's all I watch. Like, I just, you know what? Turn the game off. It's time to get into some horn right now. <laughs> No, it's not porn all the time in here. It's the Walking Dead is time. the Walking Dead is good, but uh, fuck that. I need to know what Sarah J is up to tonight. <laughs> no, no, but you earn that reputation, man, because you'll do the once or twice a week with the pictures and the smart ass comments, and you're, yes. you're you're a source of 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 booty content on Twitter. So you earn that rep, my man. That is true. I, I stand up proudly for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm multi-dimensional, but yes, I definitely... Multi-dimensional, you know I like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, of course, uh, when it comes to this pornography, there was this one uh, porn that I downloaded, and I was watching um, illegally. Um, <laughs> not, no, the actual porn wasn't illegal. That All that shit, shit was above board, but the way I got it, not the most reputable way, but I got the porn, which is, you know, the most important part, and um, I'm watching this shit, and... It was the worst porn I've ever seen. Um, How? This, and I mean, okay, 
depending on your fantasy. I don't know what, what <laughs> people's particular fantasies are, so I don't want to judge your fantasy uh, too much. But this one in particular, you got to, like, I think Drake directed this porn. Uh-oh. <laughs> Some soft shit. The bed soft, the pillow soft. <laughs> Uh, everybody like candles. That's gonna be some soft shit. He holds her at the end. He doesn't even come. <laughs> Terrible shit. <laughs> Baby, just hold me. I hold you. Oh shit! You're the best thing ever. <laughs> Take care. And he points at the camera, and that's the end of the video. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, it would be terrible. So um, the porn was like legit, like female porn stars that you heard of, which is normally how they get you anyway. You know, I'm, I'm more, I'm, I look, I'm a porn kind of source. So I look at like director. I care about that shit. Uh, who's in the movie? I care about that. Like people, they go, I don't know the name of porn stars because you know I'm just too fucking, you know, cool you to even you, have you known that now. shit. I'm like, nah, I know that shit because I don't like wasting my fucking time. Yeah. Like if you, there's enough bad porn out there to where you should yes, be able to be like, is. one of these three factors is not, makes this shit unjackoffable. And if I see like fucking like Wesley Pipes in that shit, I'm like, I can't no. jack to that. <laughs> Wesley Pipes is terrible. He fucking talks the whole time. Where's a red cap to the side? And fucking won't take his socks off. He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but if that shit is unjack offable, dog. I'm like, I'm sorry, dog. I can't, I don't have time for your comedy routine. No, I, I don't. That one. That and Bang Bros. Anything with Bang Bros. I'm tapping out. Yeah, Karen's not in the Bang Bros. And like, it's cool. Shit. You should know this shit. I don't know yes. why who these people are that pride themselves yes. on being ignorant. But if, if no, I see them in the corner, I'm like, nah, I'm not watching that. I'm there's, good. There's no area of of your life where you need to be that fucking ignorant about something. So, um, anyway. This one fucking guy decided that he needed to make hour-long fucking sessions with each of these women, and like fifty-five minutes of it was like hanging out with them and talking. What? Yeah, like, and I'm not saying I'm like, oh my god, he took a hand, he took like a a steady cam or whatever, and it's like him picking her up from like the airport. They're like driving around. He's talking to them. Let's make a family video. They're going, they're going to restaurants and having dates. They're like, and um, are they talking about fucking at least, or are they just having a regular conversation? Regular conversation, dude. They there was there's one where they went to like an amusement park. They got on a fucking roller coaster together, like a Ferris wheel. Um, there's another one where the like he they go they go. They're like, we're gonna go to the beach, and, and of course I'm like I'm watching this, but I'm watching like my dick in my hand, like fast forward, like. Okay, what the fuck's happening? You know, like fast four or five minutes. Okay, now what? And then it's like, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what do you think about the stock market? You're like, huh? What the? What kind of sick fuck makes this kind of porn? This is more disgusting than child porn. This is terrible. Uh, that should be illegal. Yeah. Let's have this within the first two minutes. If we're not fucking in the first two minutes, this is not officially porn. No. Yeah. But basically, I, I look at it like this: like if there's more than a one minute period where there's nothing that would be make it rated X or at least rated R, that ain't fucking porn. That's something. Else. As That's some... one of my friends said, I won't name him. Make with the fuck. Yeah. Make with the fuck. Just get down to business. Stop, you know, flirting on the girl in her tank top. Nobody needs to see any of that shit. Yeah, it was too much. I don't care. And it's even worse. It was even worse than, like, Bang Bros and stuff. Because, like, Bang Bros, like, they bring a chick in, and then they start talking to her about fucking. And to be honest, there's a lot of guys that are into that shit. Like, 
once you get your own TV and like surround sound, you do want to turn it up and be like, yeah, bitch, how are you going to suck that dick? <laughs> that shit has gone through your mind. And then I you want to care. You want to see her deliver on that promise like a fucking uh, campaign speech. Like you just like you said you would suck that dick all the way down to your fucking navel. It's time for and it, girl. it's time to find out. Cause, <laughs> like I don't put up or show up. But um even I skip past that shit most of the time. But still, like I get that there I get why some people would be into watching mm. hot chicks talk about dirty shit. I get that. But Wait. this is the opposite of that. This is yes, like it is. A lonely man's porn. Like this is <laughs> <laughs> like women, like women don't talk to me enough. You know what I mean? Like, dude, <laughs> whose fantasy is this, man? That dude needs fucking help, man. You need to go to ChristianSingles.com. That is a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or AtheistSingles.com, which I think someone still needs to admit. They do. I don't, like, I don't like regular porn. I like seeing videos where they make love. I'm not into that dirty <laughs> sex stuff. Like, what? There was just, like, one camera angle where, like, uh, First of all, they did everything in the morning and the daytime in HD, right? And it's all them spending the day together. These motherfuckers get back to the hotel room, they turn their lights off and do that shit in that grainy-ass surveillance footage, night vision. I'm like, fuck you, man. That is fucked up, dude. Because you tease me with HD titties all fucking day. Ah! They turn off the lights. You get back to the fucking hotel and you fucking filming that shit with an iPhone or something. Like, fuck you. But but and then like the angle that they did, it was like the dude eating out the chick for like five minutes. And I'm sorry, man. That's not the area. That's that end of the deal is not hot. And even chicks are probably like, that's not hot. No, I, when I see like, porn, I want to see sex. Yeah, I, mean, I don't care about. Well, I'm not even saying the act of oral sex is not hot. I think that is hot. But um. The other angle is what you want to see. You want to see the fucking vagina. Oh, I see. Oh, what's in the top of some dude's fucking head? How's that high? It was from his angle? Yeah. Oh, that's You can't even see the chick and if that shit is working or not. She could be up there sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Passed out drunk. We don't know. I, I wish I had remembered the name of this exact porn. Because I was so I was so furious when I deleted that shit that but I need to figure out that I'm dude's name. I, I'm glad I didn't watch that to one. avoid that motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck him. Wait, I just started to think about something. When we were talking about bang bus and the the talking about fucking in advance, do you think that's for blind people? Because blind people gotta have porn too. They've gotta get off. And what are they gonna listen to? Yes, yes. Theater of the mind. <laughs> Speak on porn radio. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, you know, they have to say certain things because uh, blind people, you know, if they can't see, there's still yeah, shit they don't yeah. know. It's like my ass on the left cheek. Yeah, it's like, I'm wearing red. They're like, well, that's red. Context for me. So <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, those are some big titties. Okay, I can imagine big titties. I don't know. Um, also, another quick thought, slaves. That's what, right. What slaves. about them? They were the first PDAs. I was thinking that the other day. Um, you know, my belief is if society said it was okay, the majority of people would own slaves. Like, it's not. Of course. People always try to make it some moral issue. Like, oh, no, now we're so fucking high and mighty. If, if you woke up tomorrow and most people didn't give a fuck and you could afford one, you'd own a slave. Cause, cause, ah, cause you don't. There's so much shit you don't want to do. Ain't that the truth? There's like a whole lot of shit you don't want to do today. You know, <laughs> like, hey man, I gotta go get those clothes out the dryer. Fuck. <laughs> but if you had a person that you could just say, go get that shit out the dryer. I would pay my slave very, very well. 
A lot of people, yeah, no, that would make them not a slave. Yeah, oh, it would make them your assistant. My slave. That is the opposite of slavery. My slave would be a slave then. They, I will pay him now. Well, you say that, but you probably own a slave. I, I've seen the house. <laughs> you know what the fucked up thing is? If they made it illegal again, there'd be some sort of fucking corporate style term for it. Like, it's not slavery. It's it's, it's outsourcing of these tasks, you know? Right. And And on top of that, sir, you live here too. Yeah, I, well, I don't. Well, I'm not the one full of shit talking about. I wouldn't have one. I definitely have one. My slaves will be balling, son. I give them chains and shit. I'll be. I got the flyest slaves on the fucking block. We 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 would brand them. Holler at my slaves. <laughs> my slaves, you want to? But um, yeah, they were the first PDAs, and it makes sense because we've been trying to replace slaves ever since. Well, you think so? Now you can talk to your iPhone and it'll tell you shit. Hmm. Wonder what else used to do that. <laughs> saying oh i wonder theory um can you tell me who the consumption junction is oh that is a podcast you can look it up right here cool thank you bitch um siri could you tell me if i could find my next slave right and she, and she never talks back she's not allowed to right exactly and that's why i think you know they was fucking them slaves dog because you could do that like that shit is the next logical point like i'm not saying you should it's obviously wrong, but that's I understand how it happened, man. People always make it seem like that shit was the most improbable shit of all time. That is like one of the more human baser things, and we're trying to elevate above it now, and it's good that we do. But come on, man, we act like motherfuckers was in the south. Like I'm gonna pick this cotton myself because morally, I man, fuck no. that. They was like it's hot, and these niggas are do it for free. That, <laughs> yes, the end. Yes. That was that's as far as most people probably thought and about if slavery. They don't, we'll make them. Like that was that's why I, like that's why Lincoln was the shit even though you know he did that shit for financial reasons and uh, uh you know other shit but still that's why he was the shit though because he was like man y'all can't have these slaves no more that shit's foul and they was like word son Cause, but, but that's but like telling me I can't have my microwave I might do the civil war over that shit I'm not saying oh, yeah, that's right oh yeah oh yeah if they be like I can understand oh yeah if they be like ban dishwashers fuck that we 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 gonna have a war yeah I'm right <laughs> to get I'm the not washing no dishes. I but, might need to get the rifle. But it just goes to show, man, that, that it's always cash above everything else, man. It's the finance. You, you're willing to – folks were willing to set aside any sort of moral, moral obligations, moral quandaries they might have had with it because there's money at the end of the line. And like you said, Lincoln some, you know, Lincoln was financially motivated by abolishing slavery as well. It's all about money. It's all about yeah, money. Nobody – look, people ain't shit. I can tell you all this a million times. Every show could be named People Ain't Shit, honestly. Every episode of the show could be, yeah, let me illustrate to you how people ain't shit. Because I thoroughly believe that shit. Like, anytime somebody does something like that, you can probably find some other fucking motivation where you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Lincoln was at war with these motherfuckers at the time. They had succeeded, yes. they had seceded from the Union. That's right. And technically, he had no fucking jurisdiction to say if they could have slaves or not. Mm-hmm. But I am glad he did that shit. So, fuck it. You know, people ain't shit, but these ain't shit worked out for us. That's right. <laughs> Now I can go into the front of the store. Yeah, this will be a terrible podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're not banished to the back of the store. <laughs> yes, yes. I did. This podcast would suck as slaves. You know yes. what I mean? Like, oh, oh here come Master. Hold on. Hold just on. tell them we're doing something else. Yes. <laughs> what like, y'all in here doing tonight? Yeah. We, just on the, we just on the phone with Master Bokeem. Like, uh, <laughs> like um, I'm good. Thank you. Appreciate it, Lincoln. Even if he was fucked up. Thank you. I know it's so. And they still killed his ass over that shit. Yeah. So hey, no, and, and on that top was some real shit that yeah. he did. And on top of that, with us being down south, if shit, if some of these folks had that way, we would go back to slavery. 
Yeah. I, yeah, you're right. Probably some of them would. Yes. But they don't have their way. Fuck them. I'm glad. That's why they lost the war, bitch. That's right. Um, but yeah, you start that war on microwaves. I'm getting my gat, dog. That and dishwashers. I'm trying to tell you. I'm not washing the fucking dish. <laughs> like, no more vacuum cleaners. Fuck it, then. Oh, oh, we got to go. <laughs> the North is going down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your swivel. Fuck that. We, you got to, you got to be shot. So speaking of the South. I uh we're I don't know if you guys have this in Chicago, but we have a lot of churches here. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a lot of churches in Chicago? Yes, of course we do. This is a major city. We're majorer than you in Charlotte. Ooh, majorer than you. Listen to that. No, I'm fine with that. I have no insecurity complex about living. Exactly. It has nothing to do with it's you. Fine. It's just Chicago. Um, uh, so so uh, the, basically um, I was riding down the street and I saw this church and outside I had a billboard. And the billboard said, Occupy Church. Oh, oh my God. God. Come on. Everybody's got a piggyback. Isn't that like, <laughs> first of all, isn't it kind of antithetical to fucking the Occupy movement? Yeah. Like, you think, join it. Okay. <laughs> no need for individual goals and accomplishments, no sir. You just get in here and do the fuck we say. But, um, I, one, I find it odd that churches have to fucking advertise. Like, it just seems, off-putting that like churches have to like be like mcdonald's and burger king you know (laughs) we do it best here it really is it's all part of the same thing it feels that way i mean because first of all you have an advertisement it's for Mm -hmm. church Mm -hmm. odd odd um second of all like why is your advertisement this snarky ass sarcastic like we're the cool church you know like you're gonna walk in and be like hey it's sunday man i'm at church oh man we'll have a beer nigga here's a drink yeah. <laughs> watch the game <laughs> i mean like, when that happens i might join that church but i don't think that would happen yes they, like you never walked into church and the pastor's like <laughs> Come on in, man. Uh, you want you want a toke? Like, no. You it walk into church. Like that. You walk into church, and those motherfuckers are like, um, same shit the church of the street is doing. Like, that's what we doing. We about them Ten Commandments, motherfucker. That's how we get down. There's no, like, just only so cool you can be as a church, man. Like, you can be a cooler version of the same shit, but you can't be completely, you can't have, like, strippers in the fucking church and shit. Like, yeah, there's a level of cool you can be and it's weird when these churches try to be like we're hip you know come join church without all the god and stuff you're like no it don't work like that god light you know <laughs> how does how does that i know that when you were younger your parents would take you to that super mega church where it's like a compound and it's the biggest thing in the world then willow creek community church yeah. yeah did they do any sort of advertising or anything like that being that they're the the there's like not really there are a few things like on buses or like a few billboards maybe in chicago but it wasn't very pervasive just because willow creek is so sprawling over these acres you know and People just hear about it if they're interested in churches. And one thing I do know is that uh, there's a lot of large, large mega churches in Chicago. We have mega churches here, but nothing like up there, especially a lot of the black churches mm. uh, are very large up there. And I think that uh, a lot of that goes back to the roots of for a lot of black people. That's their place of security, their place of community. And it's hard for, you know, just people just to pull themselves away from that. Yeah, I don't really diss on church because I feel like people are looking for the same thing. You know, like they want a place to be accepted. They want community. And especially for black people, people I think now, you, 
I I think you can have that though without the whole proselytizing aspects of things. I think you can. I agree. Um, yeah. um but what I was gonna say is I think Sorry. for uh no it's fine it's fine. Totally. This is this is a forum for everyone to give their opinion. Uh, we're a judgment free song okay i only judge people after we hang up <laughs> like karen they are crazy as shit i can't believe it. you believe that shout out to lord q but um so so basically uh yeah i feel like what happened with especially with the black community the church used to be such a rallying tool because we weren't allowed to really organize anywhere else that's mm-hmm. true so there was a period of time where it's like if some shit was gonna get done it was gonna have to get done through church and some some people just have never really moved away from that. I think slowly we see that now um, as people start being like, well, we don't really need to have this one thing. And it's a lot more technology, too. Yeah, more stuff options. like that. More options. Yeah, the world is smaller. You're starting to learn more about your world, learn more about people, and um, realize how small sometimes the scope of certain churches can be in certain subsets of people. So, um, you know, people branch out. I think that's naturally uh, what uh, – a lot of people aren't inclined to do is to elevate to that higher level or whatever. Um, and it may not be happen in a church, you know, for some people that may be the beginning of it and then they branch out somewhere else, whatever. Um, so I think churches get a bad rap and whatnot, but I don't see how these people can pretend like that. You can have the cool church. Like, I don't know who they're trying to convince. Because like, it's cool, but with restrictions still, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think the very, t- reason for churches is to keep people in a certain state in a certain mindset and it doesn't really want to liberate people and set them free and help them be their best they want them to think that they're living the best life but still keep these sort of things on them like guilt about sex and drinking and shit yeah especially gay sex and gay drinking (laughs) apparently those are much much worse than the regular sex you have for marriage wait wait, but real quick here's my thing to us to us skeptical skeptical folks we're mm-hmm. like yeah there can't possibly be a cool church that's just it's against the nature of the beast but here's the thing to somebody who's religious there is the concept of something that's religious and cool this is why christian rap exists this is why christian rock exists and to, uh, we yeah. hear that shit and we're like oh you're fucking kidding no <laughs> to them they're like this is the illest shit ever this is the i'm sorry this is the illest stuff ever that's right. what they would say. That's groundbreaking. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I don't, like I said, I can't picture, I can't imagine it but being but so cool. I can imagine relative coolness. You know what I mean? Like, well, the Catholic Church is really uptight, and we here, we'll let you wear like a low-cut blouse or something. We'll let you wear pants here. Yeah, like women, women can actually preach at our church. We're a little higher-minded than that. But I can't picture like motherfuckers being in there like, yo, we going to the strip club after this or what? No. Never. No, that will never happen. <laughs> that shit will never happen. No. Um, and People might go, but you won't hear that from from the church promoting it themselves. And right. my last... Oh, go ahead. Was somebody about to say something? I'm sorry. Okay, I just want to make sure I ain't cutting nobody off. The very last random thought before we do these articles. Um, I have a fear of children, and I don't just mean having them. I mean, like, in fucking general. Like, I don't like them being around me that much. Um, and it's not that they're terrible people or stuff. I think they're no. adorable. They're, uh, great as long as their parents are in earshot or something. Say that or, again. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> somewhere where I can hand them off. That's right. Uh, I'll push you, but I look, time for you to go back to your mama. Yeah, a teacher would be, you know, cool. If a teacher's there, I'd like to be able to be like, your responsibility now. Um, but I think that it, 
I'm surprised more people don't have a fear of children. And more importantly, people with children, I'm surprised they aren't more fearful of people that aren't scared of the responsibility of, like, having their kid around. Like, uh, I can speak on that. Um, at least I want to speak on that, sir. You finished? I'm sorry. I don't want to cut y'all. Oh, no, I have much more to go, but you go ahead. Okay. Say, so, my, say whatever you my, want. My, my thing is this. Um, people have been ingrained, especially women, that your body is designed to produce children. And it also boils back to women don't like sex. You only have sex to reproduce and all that other bullshit, which I don't agree with. And a lot of society, a lot of, especially women, are hard on other women who choose not to have children. They are worse than men a lot of times. And, and, and it kind of irritates me. You know how you're talking about at the point in this conversation. When women have conversation with other women, and this is why sometimes they get on my nerves, one of the very first things they ask you, especially if they think you're over the age of 21, is do you have children? You know, they don't want to, they don't, that's almost like a casual conversation. I'm like, that, to me, that's a personal question. To me, it is. Yeah. And the second you go, no, it's why you don't have, you know, you got to, you're like, oh, shit. Now I got to go through this whole thing of, you know, I'll be like, well, I just don't choose not to have children. Like, you should use to have them soon. You know, the window of opportunity. No, sometimes you just really may not want to have children. And there are a lot of people out there who have children that I really think shouldn't have children. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people with children that don't want them. That's right. That's why they can abuse tell, them. You can tell. Well, not just abusing. You can tell when you talk to some of your friends. You're like, that parents ain't supposed to do that shit. Like, that's true. Like, you just got to be like, well, they had you, but yeah, that don't but sound really, like motherfucker that you wanted. made the choice to create this being. So why are you gonna hate it because you brought it into the world? That's just hating yourself, basically. Oh. You yeah, know, we agree. It just happens, but it happens quite often. You like know, I know. You know what? And this is this is my opinion. I think people are not educated on children. Yes, people go through sex education. People are not educated. When I mean educated, they really don't know all that comes with children. They think you have a baby and that's it. They don't realize you're going to lose sleep. They don't realize you're going to be up all night long. They don't realize one day it's going to become a teenager. They don't realize you got to talk about periods and wet dreams. They don't realize all this <laughs> stuff. They don't realize that all this is attached with a the child. They go and have a baby and they'll think about the fucking rest later. But when they work 12 hours and come home, you have to do with a crying baby and, and the stress and all that stuff. You crack. <laughs> Yeah, yes, and people are not told the truth. I'm just keeping it real about the responsibility of children. Sometimes I think people are lied to, and they think, well, my mama had a baby, and my sister had a baby, and my cousin had a baby. It's time for me to have a baby. Oh, and no. they really don't understand. I'm serious, the responsibility. That's why they have a baby, and then they get mad. You fucking took my time. Now I can't go potty, and now I can't go cut. When it's not the child's fault, that's immaturity in them. Yeah, I think, I mean, the thing is, like, if you, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people that, you know, they'll be like, yeah, my childhood was fucked up or something like that. And you're like, I wonder if that's like from a parent who just was not all fully committed to being a good parent and, and having a child true. and shit. And I, you know, people still suffer from psychological issues. Like, yes, they do. Their entire lives because somebody just neglected them or didn't mm-hmm. treat them right. That's but, um, right. And the parents make the most impression on children between the ages of birth to five years old. After a kid becomes five years old, their ego is pretty much, you know, definitively in place. So when kids are young and they have to deal with that shit, that is the stuff that lasts. Yeah. Like the uh, most. The stuff that you wouldn't think, oh, this baby is one years old, two years old. No, that's the stuff that's going to stick with them until they're an adult crying in a psychologist's lap. Right, I agree, and I mean we te- and people are really casual, man. Uh, and and that's fine. I mean, whatever. However, you raise your kids. I mean, lo- that's why I don't have any. I mean, don't want none. Cheers um, to that. <laughs> um. So the other thing too, though, is like I have a fear of children 
personally. Like I have the, and it's not like this overwhelming, like run children. It's, it's like, uh, the same fear I have of being in a room alone with a white woman. Like nobody's yeah. going to believe me yeah. over that white woman. Yeah. And same thing with these kids. Children, that's right. Which is, which is weird though, because like that, like I don't understand how these dudes that like, uh, like, like the Sandusky guy at Penn State or many of these other, there's a coach at Syracuse now. There's like, like these dudes that are completely involved in other young kids' lives and like completely taking them under their wing. How does nobody, no parent ever go, that's fucking weird, man. Like I'm giving my kid to you because I can barely stand that motherfucker. You want to make a living out of just hanging out with these motherfuckers for free? Like that, that shit ain't weird to nobody. That, that is weird to me, man. Like my brother asked us to keep his niece and I had to think about that shit a couple of times because I love my niece. Yes. But it was one of them like, well, these, there are responsibilities that come with that and you have to be, yes. you know, we need to have some shit for a kid to do. Yes. To, um, keep her entertained. You know, I need Karen to be here. What if she needs to go to the bathroom and shit? I don't know shit about that. I'm not stupid, you know, I, but I'm not fucking the uh, versatile child rearing motherfucker either. Like I, that's I don't know how you handle that. It's like I need to use the bathroom. Let me find a stranger lady to take you, <laughs> you to, to the, the bathroom, bathroom, little girl. Because I don't right. think I don't know. <laughs> and then of course there's parents. Like I don't know how to fucking like parents' rules work and shit. Because mm-hmm. you know par- parents are different. Like uh, on uh, on the show uh, your feedback show. Someone asked you guys about child discipline and stuff, and Miss yeah. Sharks was like, you know, you can talk it out. There's no need to get all physical and shit. I know? don't want my kids to respect me because they're afraid of me. I want them to respect yeah. me because they love me and that I'm relating them as another human being. Right. And Bokeem was like, fear the reaper, motherfucker, mm-hmm. and you will act right. <laughs> Goddamn right. Because yeah. that's the way I was raised. Right. Hey, I, I was raised. My parents are African, okay? I got the whips. I got the shoes thrown at me. I got the spoons on my ass. I got all of that shit. That was. Well, how did you- oh, go ahead. I, that was that was not effective. That just made me resent them and have more issues to have to deal with and get over with as I got older. Well, now, now that you guys are both here, I can ask you. Um, this is my theory on that. I think when people talk about disciplining their children, they're really talking about themselves and how they would have liked to have been, what they feel would be would have been the most effective in Boy, raising damn. themselves. Yeah. Um, because I, I think children are different and personalities, and That's right. I don't know what Bo King is going to say, and this may even be proof that I'm right or wrong. I don't know, but I know I could. I don't believe it is possible to have raised me and have never whipped me. Ever. I was terrible. I <laughs> like was I would have. There was shit that that like there was. Honest to God, there were times when my dad only talked to me. Because he was just like, look, I want to talk to you like a fucking adult. You don't need no fucking whooping for this. Don't do that shit again that you just did. Okay, this is why you should not do that. And he never whooped me without talking to me anyway. But still, he was like, and I'm not going to whoop you, okay? You understand? You're you're in trouble. You know, maybe you can't watch TV or some shit. I don't know. But don't do that shit again, okay? And I'm like, all right, cool, Dad. You take the controller from the Sega Genesis. And then... I would do that shit every fucking time I would well, do that. Well, that's because you're an asshole. Then you deserve that shit. I was not yeah. an asshole. I was, though, too, and I know our You're an asshole. Be- that's clearly you're an yeah, asshole. I know, I know <laughs> kids are going to be fucking assholes. Yo, oh, okay, you got quiet real quick, man. You got to talk. I don't know what's up with your mic. I'm sorry about that. No, I know that our kids are going to be assholes. No. I was an asshole. No. My sister was an asshole. No. And we, you, there's a lot of asshole genes in here that I'm going to break off into you. And when... <laughs> out of there it's gonna be a little fucking asshole spawn and the assholes like rod said don't respond to i'm gonna sit you down i'm gonna talk with you asshole kids respond to the threat of having their ass whooped 
It is a dominant gene. That's true. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I am going to be, I'm, I'm going to raise kids in a very special, different, new way. It's going to be revolutionary. So just wait. Just wait a minute and see. All right. Well, that, well, this is my, this is kind of my thing, you know. And I, and, and I think kind of, you guys kind of proved it though. Like, uh, Miss Chartreuse felt like she should have been talked to and she could have worked it out and she didn't need that, that whipping and shit. Yeah. And Bokeem is kind of on the hardcore, like, yeah, I needed a boot to my ass every once in a while or I was not going to do that shit. Um, and I feel like people basically talk about raising their kids the way that they wish that they have been raised or would have perceived yes. it. And, and I guess, I guess for me, I remember when Roderick was like, we're keeping my niece. I was like, Oh, okay, we are. I was kind of nervous too. I was like, "Oh, she coming over here?" I was like, "We ain't going over there." She, co-, you know, because only we watch her, watch her at his parents' house. So I was like, "Oh, she's coming over here with us," and I got a little nervous. Yeah, and, you gotta put all the sex toys up. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, you gotta shit shit out. And then the most hilarious part, we was watching a movie. And we didn't. Well, have, actually, technically, we watched about like five movies. Yes, and half the shit she already seen. Yeah, we didn't finish anything. Like she would just be oh, like, she'd be it. like, I want to watch this movie. I'm like, you want to watch this movie? Yes. I press play. Ten, twenty minutes in, I seen this movie already. Her <laughs> span is like zero. I'm like, what? Literally zero. And she wasn't lying. She just be like, I was like, well, what about this one? You could not have watched this one. This came out yesterday. You right? Let's watch this one. We watch that shit. Uh, I seen this one already. Damn. because <laughs> you, you, you have to think at her age, she has the shit to watch everything, the time to watch everything. Yeah. And she was watching something, and she looked at Rod. She looked at me, and she said, "Oh, that woman got big breasts." And I said, "Oh, um." Yes, she does. She's like five. She'd be six Christmas. I yeah. was like, I didn't know how to respond to it. And I didn't want to be, um, I didn't want to bust out laughing because that's about what I was. I responded the way uh, <laughs> I respond to anybody that says that woman has big breasts. And I said, yes, she does. That, <laughs> <laughs> what else was there to say? She's did, not stupid. Did you give no. a damn when she said it or no? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't give it. I didn't give it up top because, uh, you know, the woman wasn't that good looking. But no, she wasn't. I was like, those are some big ass titties. You can't deny that. Um, whoever designed that character. But, um. Yeah, but, but but like we came up with you know bullshit to do like feed her candy and watch movies and shit for one night because why we don't worry about fucking her up for life because she's only with us for one night. That's her yes. parents have to deal with that shit. Yes, that twenty four hours a day, seven day a week shit. It, that's where the birds. Yeah, she can eat all the gummy bears she, she wants, want it, and yes. I don't have to be like, well, when she comes off the sugar high, she's gonna ah fuck it. You told her to come over here with us. That's right. right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and back to yeah. something. Um, what Bokeem and Misha Chuse was talking about. The thing about children, and I realized watching my niece, every child has a different personality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of children will test you. It don't mean they're assholes. It, they, they, children test boundaries. They want to see how far are you yeah, willing yeah. to let them go. Yeah, and, they're smart. Yes, now my niece, if you say time out, that's the fucking end of the world. She's like, oh, time out? How long? Ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes? That's eternity in her mind. Yeah. You know, but my black ass is like, time out? Ha, 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 I got off easy. You had to whoop my ass. And I'm right. oh, you serious? Right. <laughs> was like, I'm serious. For that me. shit was the nuclear option, dog. That shit would work. And but, I'm I'm not saying it would, but that's my point. Just like I said, the stuff about the uh, prescription drugs. I'm not saying that shit will work for everybody. everybody. Not trying to play mm-hmm. with a broad brush. Yeah, nobody I can, can only say for myself. And I think I think everyone can only speak for themselves. Right. right. That's so true. about raising a kid, you know, and, and it's very personal 
which getting back to my original point why i'm scared of kids like i don't know how the fuck you want your kid to be raised dog Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like these dudes like anybody that's just like i'm taking your kid under my wing yo you gotta double check that motherfucker dog i don't know background yeah why wouldn't you like why like i'm more uh surprised at so many kids because as more of these like college scandals come out and more like abuse stories are coming out it's one of those like well i'm surprised that this isn't happening all the time with because there just seems to be so many people that are just willing to get rid of their kids for a summer or some shit so they can, like, fuck in the house finally. And and it's like, but, dog, like, why does this dude want your kids so fucking bad? You don't mm-hmm. question that? No, but, dude, that's the thing is that, like, with the Sandusky shit, like, you know, I look at it this way. There are people, t- sick and twisted people, who are genuinely interested in positively influencing the, the youth of America. Again, sick and twisted fucking people. Those people do exist, though. So, you know, if I'm a parent who sent my kid to the Sandusky charity, they're like, okay, he's somebody, he's probably somebody who generally likes kids, genuinely likes working with and helping kids. Two, he's from Penn State and they had, you know, obviously we know it's bullshit now, but that reputation as being like the moral, they were like the fucking Vatican or something like that uh, out east, you know, like, like people just think that place is impeccable and beyond reproach and then you know thirdly to the point that you made i also want to get these little son of the bitches out of the house but it's not like they were sending them to michael jackson's house for sleepovers <laughs> that's a good question but i mean there are some again they're sick and twisted people but there are some people who actually like helping children yeah i would just i like i said i maybe it's because i think everybody ain't shit you know i, I genuinely that. <laughs> i would question any motherfucker who's like i want to take your kid and do some shit huh why why i don't even like this motherfucker he's mine why you want him you know what i mean like like even like think about people who work with with kids think in general we're all adults now so we know people who have been teachers and Mm -hmm. sunday school and all that shit what do they say about those kids when those kids ain't around Egg fucking exactly. I trust they don't that care person. About them. They don't care about them. They're playing no. a role in the moment. And I trust that person with my kid way more than some dude who can't wait to fucking get his hands on them. I trust that person that is like, fuck, another kid. Uh, I gotta educate this motherfucker. Yeah, he's not happy because he's not fucking him. He's not gonna, <laughs> like, <laughs> he doesn't see a fucking, uh, uh, he doesn't see an orgasm in his future no. when you bring your kid to his camp. He sees like a motherfucker he's gotta teach how to shoot with his left hand. And that dude is cool. But the dude is like, oh, you know, my whole life, I just so interested in helping the kids. Eh, nah, no, I'm good. No, I'll pass. Let me I'll get pass. the dude I have to pay to go to his camp and who seems like he wasn't going to take my son. And at the last second, he said, okay, that dude, all right. <laughs> That's right. You can go to that camp where he fucking is going to make you run all day and shit. The camp where the dude just is like, we can't get enough of these kids. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need my kid getting that training. Nope. Uh, anyway, we have harder. <laughs> Speaking of people not being shit, there's plenty of examples that happen to that in the news. Um, and let's get to some of them. Um, and I will send these links to the chat for okay. people that want to read along. And I, I think uh, Miss Chartreuse is in there and stuff, so you can click on it and, uh, you know, check it out and stuff like that and read along with us or whatnot. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of teachers, hilarious. speaking of teachers. Teachers' role in porn websites investigated. Oh, yeah. See, teachers like to get it in too. Ironically, I would teachers love for to teach my teachers child. Teachers have sex. 
Yes, yeah. they do, and they like it a lot. And I wouldn't mind this person teaching my child. Why? Because they're fucking adults. They're not fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're just doing that shit in there part time so they can get to the fucking to the right. real. Right. It's not like a teacher's a nun where you have to take this oath of purity or chastity or whatever it is, you know. So this shit happened in Stockton. A Lincoln United United School oh sorry Lincoln Unified School District teacher has been placed on paid leave amid allegations she was operating pornographic websites on a school computer with a Stockton police officer as her partner. Nice. Oh, nice damn conspiracy uh-huh. going all the way to the top. They would have never found her. She had to use that shit on the school computer. It wasn't for those kids and that damn dog. <laughs> she was on the case. Could have got away with it. Scooby doing a mysterious point. You know, everybody that ever got caught by Scooby Doo that said if it wasn't for you kids and that mangy mutt, instead of mangy, I always wish they would have said fucking. I'm like, you want for you kids that fucking mutt? That fucking inbred motherfucker. Anyway, district officials confiscate the school, confiscated the school issued Apple laptop of Heidi. Kaislin, a special education teacher at Lincoln High, about one month ago, Kaislin, 35, has been replaced by a long-term substitute teacher. So she was teaching special ed, and uh, what's more special than sharing that pussy with everybody? You know, mm-hmm. I say stop judging people. Um, ah, we're, we're conducting an investigation," said Lincoln Unified Superintendent Tom Uslin. And absolutely no determination has been made whether disciplinary action will even be necessary. We make no conclusion at this stage, um, which is a fancy way of being like, man, we don't know what was going on and we ain't, we ain't firing nobody yet. No. Um, I'm still trying to get that. Of course. <laughs> I've already seen the site. He's like, now I know if I play my cards right. Um, I'll be in the next part. Lincoln Unified, <laughs> Lincoln Unified has hired a computer expert to perform a forensic study of the laptop. Yeah, um, forensic study? Yeah, they're going to find sperm on it, Karen. I'm assuming so. Uh, now, they do that when they're like going to go through all the files and shit. Um, you know. Oh, they can find all the imaginary shit that you thought you deleted? Yes. That's yes. what they're talking about? Yes. It, like, I don't wonder if criminals ever read like news articles, because that shit is in every... They're like, and then they found the child porn and some shit he thought he deleted. You're like, see... <laughs> You can't really delete anything. Um, oh, you cannot. And then they probably go on Facebook and be like, the privacy on this site is changing, <laughs> and I'm fucking mad. Like, the child porn is still on your fucking thing, dude. <laughs> a written report is expected this week, said attorney Chet Quaid, which is a great fucking name. Who is- <laughs> I would like to enter Chet Quaid, attorney at law. Um, who's representing <laughs> Unified. Based on the report, Uslan uh, will recommend to the Lincoln Unified Board whether action, including possibly the firing of Kaislin, is warranted. Action could come as soon as December's board meeting. Man, it seems like it's taking a lot to fire this lady, huh? I know. She's probably tenured, though. When you're tenured, it's hard. It's hard to get rid of a fucking teacher when she's got that tenure. Mm, like, man, real man. hard, real hard. Uh, the investigation centered around allegations that Kaislin and Richard Fields... 51, an officer assigned by Stockton Police Department to Lincoln High, were using the computer to support several for-profit websites, most of them adult. Uh, Phil's retired from the police force in May. What is they talking about then? He, oh, oh, so he, did, um, he must have did it while he was actually an active officer? I guess so, man. They must have been doing this for a while. She's 35. He's 51. Um, oh. Of course, they give the websites because, hey, who, who would turn down free um, promotion. <laughs> promotion? Come on now. The sites include R&H Entertainment.com, 
360pig.com, which. Oh, the that fuck could that be? nice. What did I got? Pork? What are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we doing? Fucking bacon? I don't understand it. <laughs> A circle of pig. 360pig.com. Um, teachertitties.com. <laughs> which, is my, which is now my new favorite of these days. <laughs> Teacher titties. I used to jack off to those when I was in high school. That's all I had left. Oh, and 360pig appears to be some type of fetish site. I just went there while we were talking, um, and they sell, like, fetish toys and oh, stuff. Oh, cat whips. Rabbit fur, handcuffs, yeah. yeah but boobs on a stick, milk chocolate, $3.20. Um, so if you want chocolate-covered boobs. They got boobs, uh, rabbit fur haircuffs. Handcuffs. Um, com and MySluttyTeachers.com. Um, People love teachers. Yeah, we've all, look, every man... It doesn't matter what he says, and probably every woman, too, has dreamed about fucking at least one teacher in her life. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, of course. Sexy, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. We <laughs> <Flashback>. back. <laughs> we learned the allegation of potential misuse of the computer. At that point, we retrieved it. Uh, Caselyn and her attorney declined to comment. Fields, who was at Stockton Police, employ, uh, was an employee when the alleged activities took place, admitted involvement in the pornographic sites because he didn't want to lose his pension. He's like, yes, I did it. Can I keep some of it, please? Yes. I just retired him. Like, y'all ain't gonna do no investigation. Take all my shit. He said he and Caitlin never fully developed the sites. Caitlin's involvement was limited, and ultimately he abandoned the venture. He said the allegations are overblown. When this is over, the, well, I don't know. The site I went to, like, you could buy shit. So yes, yes. look, finished to me. Yes, it did, sir. When this is over, the record will show that she didn't do what they say, and that's going to come back and bite them. Ooh. How? <laughs> oh, they're gonna. Oh, she's gonna get them back now. They're gonna I have get, to say sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you can have your job and keep it. What the fuck? Um, and there's all kinds of there's all kinds of more shit in this article, but this is entirely too wrong too long to read about porn allegations. Just let them, you know, let the teacher fuck, man. Let her cook. What am I gonna say? At least she's not fucking the kids. That's true too. Well, well you know what? You know, things get really fucked up when you have that that. that uh, company issued laptop that they let take home with you, let you take home with them. Because I just I loaded up. I'm up. using my laptop from work. I just loaded up TeacherTitties.com, not even thinking that this is my work laptop, and I ain't supposed to be doing that. But it, it shit becomes a real big gray area when they let you take that shit home. Yeah, man, and especially because people start, you know, you're naturally you're like, I gotta jack off somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Just it's most convenient. Mm-hmm. What is? Of course, people are doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, Florida. Yes, Florida. A 30-year-old Fort Myers woman was arrested on Saturday after admitting to Fort Myers police officers that she gave a one-year-old drinks from an alcoholic beverage. One-year-old drinks. Oh, God, what, she gave him a full uncle and a 40? I don't know. I mean, you know, kids these days, sometimes a little hair of the dog that bit them, you know. Oh, that's a lot. That's too strong for me. You got to chase that hair when out your system somehow, Karen, you know, and... One year old is never too early to start. Um, police say they received a call from a woman requesting assistance around 10:15 p.m. The woman disconnected the phone call quickly. What? See, that's I never understood why you do something illegal and then call the cops on yourself. Tell them, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeding. A, oh, wait a minute. This is a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, you call now one 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 and uh, hang up. Like this is. I don't know. Like, oh, I'm going to get his baby this wine cooler. Oh, my God, he's drunk. I need to tell someone. <laughs> ah, oh, wait a minute. They might arrest me. Click. Yes. Oops. 
<laughs> this is your job to arrest people like me. Um, <laughs> so that far. when the police were called back, the woman stated there was no emergency. She probably did that put that baby to sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes you accidentally dial nine one one. Officers were dispatched to the area and found a large group of people in front of the residence. In a guest race moment, Laquita Neal. Oh, and I'm gonna spell Laquita. I'm gonna spell it. Let's please, because everybody knows oh, everybody no. here that works in grammar and spelling understands that Q's and U's are really, really close to each other. Yes, they are. Well, not in Laquita's cha- case. L A Q W E E T A. Laquita. Damn, I'm guessing she's Mexican. Gotta be. Gotta be Mexican. Black. <laughs> Black as the not his long. But you know, I, I, the way I see it is they just doubled up on that grammar and they put two U's because it's a W. Um, Laquita Neal <laughs> was, <laughs> she, she was identified as the woman who requested police. Neal told officers that her brother slapped her in the face, twisted her arm behind her head after she provided the child with a sip from the wine cooler she had been consuming. So the other thing we learned about Laquita is she is weak sauce. She drinks wine coolers. Man up, bitch. <laughs> Ah, drink like a man. <laughs> mm. I drank a juggernaut tonight. I never even heard of that beer till yesterday. Me either. Due to Neil's admission that she provided a child with an alcoholic beverage, she was arrested and charged with child abuse. Neil's brother, Rasheem Williams, <sighs> was also arrested for the obvious injuries caused to Neil, who was charged with battery. Now, I don't know how I feel about him being arrested. Because, like, he... Hit her to keep her from like giving his child alcohol. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that seems like a weird moral conundrum. Like I don't. I guess he could have just called yeah. the cops. But like, what do you do? I had family members that did that when I was a child. They yeah. gave me alcohol. The thing, it's family too. It's not. It's not like just some random dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a family member. You're right. It's not some dude that like climbed in the windows. Like stop that and beat her up and left. <laughs> right. Uh, now Karen, of course, she was alcoholic as a baby too. Karen, go ahead. What, what happened? <laughs> I was not an alcoholic as a child, but yes, uh, my family. How do you know? How would you remember? I, I would, well, from what I was told, but like this. Right. You were told um, that because you were so drunk, you <laughs> lost your memory of it. It happened, Karen. You're in denial. Oh. One day at a time. Oh, one day at a time. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No. Uh, when I was a, a child, um, my family loved spades, and so they would play spades and things like that. And so to to get us from like uh, harassing them while they was you know trying to figure out who threw the ace and who threw the queen, um, they would give us um, alcohol, and we would just dance and spin in the middle of the floor. And they thought that was the funniest, funniest thing in the world. But wow. the, but it backfired though because um, my aunt would say when she would take us to the grocery store. We would have a fit for the wine coolers that they was giving us because we knew what it tastes like and we desired it. I'm more surprised that they told you that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn. <laughs> like, sure, we got you toe up in your diaper. That's a family secret I take to the fucking grave. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't picture me telling Layla, like, oh, you know when you used to come over and watch cartoons? We was high as shit. <laughs> we was not, Man. baby. We was not. We used to give you the best sticky icky in the land. Um, and that's not a crime or anything. <laughs> what was the lesson there? Oh, uh, lawsuit. Georgia man fired for refusing to wear six six six. What? In a case of religion fucking up somebody's life again. Oh. 
Oh. A Georgia factory worker claims in the federal lawsuit that he was fired after he refused to wear a 666 sticker he feared would doom him to eternal damnation. That's so silly, because if you really think that, then you maybe deserve whatever is coming to you. I mean, if you are, like, scared of a sticker, it's a sticker. Wait, wait, wasn't there a part in the Bible where God smited somebody over some stickers, or am I mistaken? (laughs) (laughs) He was smite happy. There might have been something like that, actually, because God is a jealous God or something. Well, he was smite in the Old Testament. Like, he was smiting motherfuckers. Yeah, but not in the New Testament. Right, right, right. He kind of cleared it. You know, he used to be a dick. He kind of cleared things up. Mm, Jesus came along and helped things along. That's because he was on Prozac. (laughs) <laughs> the doctors fix everything. Well, a lot of uh, well, what happens is a lot of a lot of people once they have kids, they they loosen up. You know, maybe that's what happened. Um, so <laughs> Billy E. Hyatt claims he was fired from. I just I just want to imagine a God that is like. So you went to church. Um, you uh, you know you always took care of your children. You were providing for everybody you tithe. Um, and I really appreciate you obeying, obeying all the commandments and. Uh, you were a virgin when you married your wife, and uh, she was the only woman you ever slept with, and, uh, you know, you guys died in each other's arms, and that's great. Um, and she's getting it, because she's a saint. Um, what's the shit about you wearing a 666 on your fucking jersey at work? <laughs> you think no, that's, that's, that's it. You're condemned. You're going yeah. in for all eternity. But I didn't wow, even. If that's the case, the I same, have no chance of getting in. Yeah, the same hell we're sending these child rapists to. Yeah, you too. Uh huh. Uh huh. You too. I, I have, have 1666 followers right now. <laughs> Am I going to hell? Uh oh. Yeah, you need to tell somebody to unfollow you. Or no, something. I like that. Actually, let's stay like that. Nobody follow or unfollow me. Just keep it at that number for us. Well, Billy E. High is going to unfollow for sure. Okay. Damn. The show's different every minute. Black two people and you'll be all good. Okay. <laughs> so Billy High claims he was fired from from Pliant Corp, a plastics factory in northern Georgia near Dalton, after he refused to wear a sticker proclaiming that his factory had been accident-free for 666 days. That number is considered the mark of the beast in the Bible's book of Revelation describing the apocalypse. Hyatt, who said he's a devout Christian, had worked for North Georgia Plastics Company since June 2007 and, like other employees, wore stickers every day that proclaimed how long the factory had gone without an accident. Mm-hmm. But he's so nervous. Now, here's my thing. Look, bro, first of all, cut your hand off. If you cut your hand off, <laughs> goes back to one, mm-hmm. you can work there at least two more years, dude. So, right there, you fucked up. He ain't dedicated. He obviously isn't that dedicated to this religious shit if he wasn't willing to cut off his own hand. Simple. Superstition. The Lord was asking, uh, the Lord asked a dude to kill his own son. And that dude almost did that shit. And then God was like, I was just fucking with you, dog. And he let him live. But if this dude was, if this dude was trill, he would at least cut off a finger or some shit and, uh, you know, to get back to zero. So, he's the asshole in my opinion. But, yeah. Uh, um, so he grew nervous in 2009 when the numbers crept into the 600s. Oh, don't, don't. So he, he knew. Oh, he was like, oh, wouldn't he? You think he's like telling people and shit like, oh, man, it's getting up there, man, 625. He ain't thinking about tripping nobody, causing to hit the head on some shit. Come on now. <laughs> that shit was going through his head. Like, Spin the world on the floor. I should run this forklift into Johnny just to avoid the apocalypse. But. Ah. But to avoid going to hell, I should yeah. run this forklift into jo- the side of Johnny's head. I mean, if you really believe, why aren't you willing to do anything for it, man? If you really believe that shit's going to happen, run that motherfucker over, dog. Wait, wait, I was, ah. is, 
is it says in the book of Revelation. I got to defer because I don't know shit about the Bible. Ms. Chartreuse, you know shit about the Bible. Does it specifically say 666 is the mark of the beast? Or is that one of them things that motherfuckers added later on? To be honest, I can't say if it does say specifically what it is, if it says it's the mark of the beast. If it does, like, it still just has to do with the carbon formations. It's like total biologic stuff. It's like nothing that serious. It's something that's like, okay, this is what makes up a biological human. Is like this carbon, this atom, this, you know, sort of thing. Like 666 is a number of this combination. So it was just one of those things that was distorted to keep people in fear. They have some stuff in Wikipedia about it, which is where I go for all my religious facts. Wonderful. Um, The number of the beast is described in the passage of Revelation 13 through 15, 18, whatever it means. Chapter 13, verses 15 through 18. Mm -hmm. And the actual number is only mentioned once in verse 18. In the Greek manuscripts... Because, uh, you know, the Bible's been translated several times. Right. The number is rendered in, in the Greek numerical form, X, squiggly line, S with an apostrophe mark over it. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes literally as a bunch of Greek gibberish um, that I can't read. 666 is the literal trans- uh, translation, I guess. Uh-huh. There are several interpretations, translations for the meaning of the phrase. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. Where the peculiar Greek word, it's a little bit of the blah, which is pronounced P S E F I S A T O, is used. Apparently, Greeks uh, aren't very, very good with the easy spell that words. It's all in another language, son. Possible translations include not only to count, to reckon, but also to vote or to decide. In the Textus Receptus. Harry Potter called uh, that spell and <laughs> killed Voldemort. Yes, he did. But in the Textus Receptus, derived from the Byzantine text type manuscripts, the number 666 is represented by the final three letters, X, that weird looking E, squiggly line, S. Um, and then there's another whole line in Greek, which, I, of course, I can't read. I'm American. Come on, dude, for the listeners, they can't see this. Try it. Give it a try. Oh. I'll, trust me, if there was a way, I would. Yes, it's not even I'll copy and paste it for the chat room. Yes, it you motherfuckers can see it. I don't think there's a way to read this shit. I don't think it's in, a way to okay, it. I can put it in a simple form. Carbon. All living organisms must contain carbon to exist on Earth as physical life. The building blocks of life are six neutrons, six protons, and six electrons. Simple. Mm. That's it. So obviously that's what he was getting at. He just didn't have time to explain that shit. Right, and everyone's so like, beast. Like, Look, it's the number of the beast, 666. Uh, I don't have time. I can't I'm, Can't be bothered. I'm God. This Bible is already too long. <laughs> no, sweet. I got to go. <laughs> He's like, I have to get I had to get out of here, man. This shit is, so um, my man decided that 666 was too evil for him. He couldn't fuck with it, so he was upset. Um, And uh, as in days approached, he was getting nervous. He approached the manager and explained that wearing it would force him to accept the mark of the beast and be condemned to hell. He said the manager assured him he wouldn't have to wear the number. Now, for one, I didn't read that part in that that verse that they had. But uh, he was like, you will be forced to wear this at work, and God won't be able to tell the difference. He will overcome and smite thine enemy's hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can't actually tell the difference, but fuck it. Close enough. You're going to hell. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. You went to church a lot? My bad. Um, Done. That's it. <laughs> I already decided. What can I do? You know? I already made my mind up. Um, when the day came, March 12, 2009, which is 3 12 9 which adds up to 24 
which if you divide that shit, it's <laughs> six, six, six. Um, what is that? What they said? And one more six. And one more six. Um, what? What? Oh, 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 oh! Y'all didn't think I was that deep, did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, where did you get this equation from? Well, the other, other six, the other six is in parentheses, Karen. It's six, oh, okay. six, six parentheses six close parentheses. My bad. Hi- six <laughs> My bad. Hyatt saw a manager to discuss his request. He said he was told that his beliefs were ridiculous and that should, this is why you can't be seen. You can't tell him that. He's the guy that believes that shit, though. <laughs> Honestly, dude, manager 101, you're setting yourself up for a fucking lawsuit. Yes, you are. Yeah. You're at least at the point that's sad. <laughs> you should take that day off and come back on 667. You know? Tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> and that he should wear the sticker or serve the three day a three day suspension. That's just bad management. Yeah, that man's like, fuck it, you ain't wasting my time either. Wear the sticker, take your ass home. I hate <laughs> hate managers who will like die for the company policy. Yeah. Like, don't be so fucking uptight. Like, okay, man, you don't have to wear it. Yeah, it seems like it's a thing for you. I don't feel like it's getting sued. Trouble, you don't feel like yeah. wearing it. Fuck it. But no, nah, fuck it. Let's open up the company to this fucking publicity loaded uh, mm-hmm. lawsuit. Like, stupid as shit. Oh, anyway. like a lot of motherfuckers here are taking a goddamn sticker just a little too fucking seriously. It's, it's not. Sticker. Yeah, right. it's, you would like to think that even if he took it that serious, someone on the other side of it would be like, but it's not that serious, so don't wear it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least like he comes in like I, I don't want to be condemned to hell, and you're like, okay, don't wear the sticker then. Right. But, but look, I'm saying. There's nothing to stop. I would have said. I think I would have told him like, you know what, dude? Um, you don't have to wear the sticker, okay? You're cool. I would have sticker. But here's my question: damn sticker is going to condemn you for the rest of your life, and maybe you deserve to be condemned because you can't think for yourself. <laughs> like I would say to him, look, you don't have to wear the sticker, okay? No, no problem, buddy. I get it. I see what your issue is. Um, but are you really a good Christian if you're gonna let everyone else in the building wear six six six? Just and as long as you don't have to wear, you think God's cool with that though? Right. He'll just be like, yeah, fuck everybody else. You didn't need to tell them. <laughs> just take care of yourself. I you know, selfish right? bastard. Anyway, um, Hyatt took the three day suspension and was fired at a human resources meeting several days later. Of course. Open and shut fucking case. These they're going to lose this case. Yes, they are. And I'm not even saying the company is wrong for being like this is ridiculous, but they are definitely they fired the motherfucker. Like, oh god, just give them the fucking money, dude. Just give them the money. Even Herman Cain wasn't setting up lawsuits this easy. Nope. Um, he then filed a complaint with the EEOC, and his attorney Stephen Mixon said the agency granted him the right to sue the company in August. The lawsuit, which seeks punitive damages and back pay, said the company forced him into a terrible situation, keep his job, or abandon his religious beliefs. Yeah, okay. Um, be a comp- monk. Go be a monk. <laughs> Here's what I would like, though. Um, I, know, I need to know that he gives 10% of that settlement. I need to know that. Which is and, me, so give it to me, please, because I'm God. Yes. I'm just going to show up. Hey, man, it's me, Jesus. I know. I know. Put, on some, put on some weight. But look, uh, I'm gonna need. I have a podcast. I, I'm gonna need like ten percent of that shit, dog. Um, and so. and and to me, that's not even an issue. But because they was like, "Fuck that! This is stupid." That's where they was like, "Hey, you, you messed up." All right, now we're at the two hour mark. This is where we have to tell the people from Twib FM uh, goodbye and check us out on the dot com or just go to iTunes and you can find the entire show. 
there because we're going to move on without your ass. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll talk to you guys later. Cheers. And let's we're move back on. to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> All right. So here's a dude that is maybe stupider than that guy. <laughs> because that, why not one up him? You know, it's a Sunday. Fuck it. Let's get ratchet. <laughs> um, so this dude broke into somebody's house <laughs> and signed into Facebook from a computer inside the home that he broke into before oh. sprinting from the scene. Yeah. Didn't we just talk about how computers hold on to everything? Gwyn- everything. <laughs> Gwinnett County Sheriff's Office spokesman, like, well, Karen, he had to check in the Foursquare. And <laughs> location? He needed to fucking, sometimes you got to oh. tell people. And my thing. Breaking into a house. Wait, wait, no, he had to do it to write, to write out the dude's wall and be like, haha, motherfucker, I broke into your, your house. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, now I'm, the, now I'm the mayor of your house. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> this city, bitch. <laughs> so, um, it wasn't hard to ID the burglar as Trevor Jones, 34, of Cobb County. The harder part is finding him as warrants were issued for his arrest. According to the incident report, Jones backed his silver Ford Taurus into Stephanie White's driveway while she went out for a walk. Um, she White? Stephanie White? I wonder. Probably. Yeah. And it may have even been somebody sh- he knew because... He knew her schedule. Well, I, I mean, I, honestly, doesn't she was using four squares? Doesn't breaking into somebody's house when they go out on a for a walk seem like the dumbest time to do it? Like, how do you know like, how long they're gonna walk for? Right, right. Like, what if they like he, turn an ankle or he, just like decide <laughs> oh, I need to use the bathroom? Or he something. knew her schedule. He knows that she goes for an hour and a half walk every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So when White returned, she saw the car still in the driveway with the windows down and the engine running. Oh. She entered the home through the garage and called out, which is dumb. She should have called the police. <laughs> she want to get shot? I don't know. That, that shit dumb, though. You need to call the cops. You're not fucking Superman. Um, hear, hearing no one, she snagged a wallet with Jones' parole car and driver's license and his car keys from the open car before running up her street to a neighbor's house. Now, that was kind of smart. His open um, car. Wow. Yeah. Of course, he left the car open running and... His- <laughs> He was like, just in case you don't check my Facebook, okay? <laughs> I don't want this crime to be too... I don't like spending taxpayer money. I don't want the police to have such a hard time. But just make it easy. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. White confronted Jones in the driveway, he ran before swimming across a small pond. <laughs> All stereotypes in the process is this black man swam across the pond. She small pond. It was a small pond. He could have yeah, waded across, really. Please tell me understanding this right. She confronted him in the driveway? I guess so. He did. Why are you still in my shit? And he was like, oh, I got to go swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Once across. And that just blew her mind when he said he was going swimming. So That's impossible. <laughs> what did he think, though? He left his goddamn car and was like, I'm going to make you get away. Well, your fucking car is there, dude. Think this one through just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Report said Jones broke into neighbor Lynn Roberts' house. Um, once he got across the subdivision, um, the pond, she told police there were pools of water scattered upstairs and wet clothing that she thought were used by the burglar to dry off. <laughs> he didn't, wow. he didn't change in the clothes. He just dried off with her clothes and shit. <laughs> See, if it was a Tyler Perry, he would have got out of there with a dress and nobody would have known the wiser. Right. Um, and some heels and some stockings. She, t- mm. <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. she told you have to accessorize if you're talking. About it. it rings in the girdle. She told police there were pools of water scattered upstairs. He dried off with her clothes from the couch. He signed into uh, Facebook 
Jones suggests it was to deactivate his account, but could not confirm. Deactivated accounts do not surface in online searches. Uh, Jones is charged with two counts on burglary and remains at large. So he logged into her account, into her, uh, into Facebook on her computer to delete his account. Wait, wait, wait. He's so dumb, he probably thought he was covering his tracks. Like, that's the tool that cops use. They're like, they get the, she reports the idea, and they're like, all right, to Facebook. Let's let's find out who this guy is. And when he doesn't turn up, they're like, oh, God, we got nothing. Nobody. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, he deleted his account. You know, what can we do, man? Oh, dang. He exhausted all the leads. It's the same way that Hitler kept escaping us, and uh, we couldn't catch Osama because deleting those Facebook accounts. God damn. Um, <laughs> so apparently... This dad tried to get the Father of the Year award. Upper Darby and East Lansdowne police are on the lookout for a Delco dad who fled from authorities, leaving his young daughter holding his drugs. Oh. Now, I don't know how you prove that. I mean, technically, she could. It could be her drugs, you know. Um, wow. Police say 40-year-old Antoine Butler. Antoine? Antoine. Yes, that's how I spell it. <laughs> C-W-I-N-E. <laughs> Antoine. Antoine. Why? Not Antoine. Why, why do we do this? Antoine. Why do we yeah, fucking do this? Not Antoinette. I guarantee it's some type of gene. Like, it's a, we don't even know it. It's like a, like, you know how they're looking for the gay gene? Like, there is the black gene that makes, like, the, the baby pops out of the vagina, and then no matter how intelligent you are, you just have to name them something fucking crazy. No. no. Like, I don't even think it's, I don't know if it's pop. Like, if you're, before that, you're like, we're going to name him Derek or Fred, okay? Derek or Fred. And then he comes out and like, Le Derek Fred. Oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, two how, did they, one. how did they get on the birth certificate? God damn. I don't know. We didn't even talk about that name. Um, oh, so, that's uh, the teachers up. Oh, I feel bad for teachers. I mean, the good news with that with that name, you can only be a criminal or a football player. So he had like a fifty fifty chance, man. That's a, that's where these names go. That's how it happens. You think now teachers in the classroom they just hold up names? They don't need try to pronounce them. I mean, like Maybe how you pronounce your name? Like for every like Ladanian Tomlinson, you know, there's probably like another Ladanian that's in prison or something. And that's know? true. Now that's true. So I say take the chance. Fuck it. I see what you guys are doing. Police say a 40 year old Antoine Butler ditched his 13 year old daughter holding more than 50 bags of crack and bags of marijuana. Got to money. And you know he was a dealer because no crackhead has ever been around 50 bags of crack. That's not how crack is used. No. They were like, they found zero bags of crack and maybe some marijuana. Crack is on that just in time schedule for my people that uh took uh economics and shit. That is a just in time. It's that that just in mode, dog. Just like yo, it's in and out. We smoke that shit as soon as we get it. So do have fifty bags of crack and bags of marijuana, uh, among other paraphernalia as police approach their Clinton Road home Tuesday. Uh oh. Butler, who was wanted for an alleged pistol whipping and Damn. <laughs> Ran out whipping and selling crack. Well, it was alleged, Karen. Okay, yeah. calm down. Oh, back. so he may have pistol whip, but he did have a crack allegedly, and he ran out the back door. And allegedly, the crack was his, Karen, but it could be his daughter's. Before Butler ran out the door, he told his daughter to get rid of the drugs. Oh. He didn't give a shit, did he? Fifty. Oh, wow. 
Oh, crack. 13 years old. This motherfucker shouldn't have had kids. How you going to outsource getting rid of the drugs to a 13-year-old with that amount of drugs, though? It's not like a bag of weed. Like, he literally was like, get rid of 50 bags of crack and two pounds of marijuana. I got to go. Like, okay, dad. Those are her chores, though. Those are her chores. According to this, it sounds like she did her chores. What a good girl. Yeah, and he's like, and also, clean up your room. Um, so uh, she grabbed everything up from the couch and put them in a bag. Um, as police were visiting the home with a search warrant and to serve an arrest warrant regarding Sunday's incident. While searching the home, officials say that Butler called the house and spoke to police, agreeing more than once to return to the house. He failed to do so and hasn't been, since, uh, hasn't been seen since. Um, uh, our eyewitness on the scene said they seen that nigga, and he has been seen since. Ah, they sent him. Butler is <laughs> is facing multiple charges in both Upper Darby and East Lansdowne. They include carrying a gun without a license, aggravated assault, reckless endangerment, drug dealing, and endangering the welfare of a child. Uh, anyone with the information on his whereabouts, call nine one one, and then hang up. And then when they call back, say that nothing happened, and <laughs> they'll know it's him. Um, oh, I just feel bad for that little girl, man. Nah, I feel good, man. She's finally out from that motherfucker's clutches. That's no way kid. good life lessons was being delivered in that house. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I feel bad that she had to be pulled away, but yeah, I feel good because they're like, look, look, girl, we got to get you out of this situation. Yeah, um, I think this story, we might be able to just play the audio. All right, um, let's do this, sir. So let's mm. see. With, With our, our new equipment. equipment see if the shit fucks up. And of course, it tries to play an ad first, like every, everything. I'll send a link to the chat room while it's playing this ad. Bam! There you guys go. Play with that. Um, and uh, come on, let's go. All right, there we go. Here we go, guys. New equipment. Woman is charged with murder after police say she beat her boyfriend with a tire iron. Eric King is live at Metro Police Headquarters with the late-breaking details in this case. Eric. Karen, Metro Police are quick to point out that there are a number of women that have been charged with murder this year, a number that is up over prior years. And they say that as they confirm the arrest of 47-year-old Sybil Sales. Sybil Sales is now charged with murdering her boyfriend, 49-year-old Harrison Edwards, Jr. Police say the two had an ongoing history of domestic violence and say much of that history was connected to alcohol. Edward's body was found around 6 yesterday morning in the parking lot of Sales' apartment. With Damn, you know she was mad. She beat his ass with a tire iron in the parking lot. At 6 in the morning. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no alibi. There's no attempt to cover that shit up. That is like a Grand Theft Auto violence right there. That is. Wow. Well, you got to be serious, though, when you're going to take a tire iron to someone. Because I always think, like, if you shoot someone... That's one. That's one thing. You're kind of detached. And boom! I'm blown away. I, taking a knife, a sword, or a tire iron to someone. Sword. You are committing yourself. to Getting really graphic and getting blood all over yourself. And some. And you got to get close to them. Uh-huh. Yeah, you want to see them suffer. That's why you do that. Like you could not possibly have done that and been like, eh, you know, I wasn't that mad. You know what I mean? Like. I did, you can't, like, call the police, like, I accidentally sorted this motherfucker to death in a parking lot. You know, like, it's not like a gun. It's like, oh, things got out of control. We were drinking. I pulled the trigger. I, I shot her. It was an accident. Like, no, I beat them to fucking death in the parking lot, officer. So that's on purpose. I don't know. It was with a tire. Maybe she was just tired. <laughs> <laughs> you did what not I'm just sure. say that. Wow. What? I'm saying maybe she needed... Maybe she needed a change, and, you know, she didn't have any to spare. Oh, so, she there, got tired of that you went there. <laughs> It's a pun, man. You went there. 
Do you guys have anything to drink while you record your shows ever? Uh, yeah, we actually today drank, uh, I drank a juggernaut and Karen's got a big ass glass of vodka and soda. And oh what God. are you guys drinking? I forgot to ask. What are you guys I'm drinking, drinking on? Vodka and so- no, no, no. This time I'm drinking the rum, your rum and coke. Rum and coke. Oh, I'm sorry. rum and coke. Nice. What, what are you guys drinking on? I forgot to ask. Yeah, it's cool. I have a Pinot Noir, a glass, or I mean a bottle, I should say. Actually, my bottle is probably about two thirds of the way gone right now. But it's really delicious. And Bokeen's drinking water. Oh fuck! Why'd you have to out me? I was gonna lie. Now, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I gotta fit in. I'm gonna be away for a second. I'm gonna go pour myself a Maker's Mark. I, I gotta keep it real. You called me out. And I, and I've seen people in the chat room talking about it with drinking vodka. A lot of vodka drinkers in the chat room. That's pretty cool because mm-hmm. that's my liquor of choice, to be honest. Yes, I got some sweet tea vodka down. Oh, that's my girl. <laughs> with some pineapple mango it is delicious so if we were ever to come out like if Bokeen and I were to take a sojourner's trip to Charlotte which would be so meta because last time I was in Charlotte I was like having a head trip because that's my name but we could stay with you right and like record uh, don't podcasts have like all day bedroom, but you guys could um you could definitely come here we don't have a spare bedroom so if you're cool with couches I mean I sleep on the floor on the okay. floor? Really? Give me a blanket and a pillow or a couch or whatever. Can we play? Yeah, we, we have couches. We just don't have an extra bedroom because this is the one we record. I, I mean, I don't have. Yeah, that's Can cool. Can we play Bullet Ball Extreme? Uh, we also don't have a Bullet Ball table. Oh, um, I know. What's Bullet yeah. Ball? Uh, it's a fun game for the entire family, um, yeah. and I'll send you the YouTube video. Yes. Or you can go to our site, actually, and search Bullet, bullet Ball, and it'll come ball, up, because um, we, we put the video on our site, because it's hilarious. Um, um okay. What now, so now, Bokeen, you're all drinking Maker's Mark now? Yeah, I, I got a couple fingers of Maker, Maker's Mark here. You, you know, I gotta keep it real. I've been drinking water the whole time, but if everybody else is drinking, I gotta keep... Yeah, I mean, come on. Alright, now... And, of course, you know, if you guys come out to Charlotte, yeah, we do want to meet you guys and hang out and stuff. Well, yes. why wouldn't we? We can record a show live with you guys. Yeah, we could do that. That would be really cool. That would be fun. You guys can sleep on the floor. <laughs> we don't have a spare bedroom and shit, but, you know. We do have couches. We have couches downstairs. We have couches. Um, and then you guys can call 911 and hang up, and then <laughs> when they call back, you can tell them that you didn't want anything, and then they'll come out and check and see what's going on. <laughs> um, all right, here's the rest of this article. Go ahead. Sales confessed to hitting Edwards in the head with a tire iron before running away. Last night, she voluntarily, voluntarily came to police headquarters to answer questions. But first, obviously, uh, you know, a little shocked. Uh, Not as shocked as he was. Shocked that the whole situation took place during the course of the interview. Obviously, that's when, the, uh, uh, through uh, good questioning, that's when the, the, I guess, the statement came out of what actually occurred. Metro police say they do not believe this is an instance of uh, self-defense. They say they've made a number of runs to Sales' apartment before, also for domestic violence. Live downtown America. Oh, she's like, you are not Okay, Aaron, thank no you. Civil Sales is being held at Metro Corrections with no bond. Her rank- Wow, that, you know, and that's the thing, man. Everybody goes through those ups and downs in relationships, and I'm sure you guys have had it too. And sometimes you just got to iron things out, so. I like <laughs> But like that, that's the way you got to iron it out. You'll be ironing this out without me. I like how the story, though, said it doesn't appear that it was self-defense. 
because you know <laughs> if you if you're using a tire iron for self defense, I'm thinking you're you know you might you might hit somebody once and run away because it's self defense. You don't beat the shit out of someone with a tire iron. Yes, you beat him to death. That's an asshole of it right yes, there, dude. Yes. You gonna feel all these liquors you done gave me all these years. So you know how. Uh, there's been a lot more online dating now. People mm-hmm. people meet online. Um, you can actually, you know, it used to be weird back in the day. Like, oh, God, you met that person online? Mm-hmm. There got to be some kind of serial killer stalker or whatever. Now it's kind of just like, oh, we it's met. Yeah, yeah, we met on Facebook. Matter of fact, you can tell how uh, long a relationship goes by what social media they met on. True. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we met on Facebook. Girl, that ain't shit. We met on MySpace. Like, damn. <laughs> a long ass time. Friendster, y'all. Wow. <laughs> and then, of course, none of the relationships on Black Planet last. So, you know, no. obviously mm-hmm. not those. Mm-hmm. Um, so online hookups are, be- are being blamed for the jump in sexually transmitted diseases. Oh. That's right. People are catching computer viruses and real viruses. Mm, how mad are <laughs> Very matter. Mm-hmm. It's computer love right there. He gave me a bug. Um, I downloaded his sperm, and now I can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, accelerated pace of cyber courtship is getting part of the blame for an increase in sexually transmitted diseases. And I will say that uh, the Internet does accelerate people's relationships to some extent. And yes. I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing, I guess. I mean, I guess moving too fast is bad no matter what format you're doing it in but i like to uh get it over with you know like hey, is this person cool okay cool on day one by the end of the week fuck that guy eh, cool didn't waste much time mm-hmm. used to take years to get to that point with people like oh man you're a nazi why are you telling this shit the first day now i'm down your house and you're burning crosses and shit this is awkward um you don't have to spend a bar. You don't have to spend a week in a bar to find somebody you're comfortable with," said St. Louis Health Director Pam Walker. People are c- doing it online, and they're doing it. Fast. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. And condoms. You don't have to spend a week in a bar to find somebody you're comfortable. Who the fuck is spending a week in a bar? If you're looking to hook up with somebody, I don't think somebody occupies a fucking bar for a week to find a <laughs> suitable mate. To fucking bang that night. That's fucking absurd. That's absurd. Who the, who the fuck has, has St. Louis Health Director Pam Walker ever been out to a bar? That's what I need to fucking know. Of course not. She doesn't really look like the kind of person that's hitting up the bar and pulling out a piece yeah. of ass every night, though. Yeah. I think it may, you know. Yeah, she, right. she, she's out of the loop. Give a, sorry, she's she, out of the loop. She hasn't been to a bar in a while. Uh, Walker says 90% of the, of the some 400 new cases of gonorrhea. Oh, and 126 new cases of chlamydia are African Americans. I believe that between the ages of 15 to 24. I believe that too. That's right. They probably are females mostly. Mm, I don't know if those numbers support that, but fine. Well, for real, they, for real, they, they said that uh, African American women are no one cares of AIDS. They like yeah. to say shit like that to keep us in that mindset that we are fucking diseased people. To be honest, I don't really think I believe in statistics anyway because I've never been questioned for anything. I've never been polled for anything. They talk about, ooh, the United States has this approval rating for this. Nobody's ever asked me my approval rating. I know they take small samples for the whole, but I can't sit here and think that statistics are going to speak for the larger portion of my group of people. You know, I I agree with you to a certain extent because – you can skew shit to be whatever you mm-hmm. want. Like you can, it's kind of yeah. like how they do these political polls. But if you act, but then sometimes they'll do these like behind the scenes of like, well, this is what they actually asked. 
and this is what they reported and then like they'll ask something like well um do you approve of Barack Obama's job or something like that and people will be like yeah he's doing a good job or no he's and doing they're all idiots who are responding to that shit anyway <laughs> America is full of really dumb people so Agreed. I don't know I take so statistics with a grain of salt just saying that yeah but but then like the 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 thing that they'll report though won't be something like that. Like, they'll slant the actual finding and be like, well, 90% of people think Obama should just go right. ahead and die. You know, 90% like, of people. Like, yeah, even the yeah. people from the poll will be like, you didn't even ask that fucking shit, man. <laughs> How you just going to put that word in my <laughs> mouth? numbers. You know, so, but, um, you know, so according to this lady, 90%. And it's always a nice round number, too, mm-hmm. and which is another thing I never trust. Like, when motherfuckers quote a statistic, it's like, 90%. I'm like, really? Really? I took statistics. Was it 90 or was it like, if you, now, if she would have said, look, 88.74%. Right. Um, I'd have believed that. One, I actually um, would have been quicker to be like, yeah, you know what? That that sounds like you did some research. What? 90% sounds like you asked 10 people. One of you round textbooks in journalism school was called How to Lie with Statistics. That was a textbook that I had to buy for my journalism courses in college that I was paying for. So, wow. It's crazy because uh, 75% of those books are bullshit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 74.3. 74.3. <laughs> 74.3 you're right i'm sorry That's your right. stat was better than mine i believe that <laughs> um, so um the uh new numbers today show by by the cdc also show 18 new cases of syphilis wait that's it wait what that's it <laughs> I, I was expecting that you to be like 18 percent or 18 billion or 18 and i'm assuming it must be in this small city or in st louis Honestly, I might not finish this article. Are they, did they write a whole article about, like, 18 people and shit? That's and, fucking and, absurd, because if you think about it, St. Louis is a big city. All it would take for 18 new cases over a period of time is some motherfucker coming in with syphilis, hooking up with a couple people. One weekend. Let, let that shit marinate for about One three weekend. months, and then all of a sudden you got 18 people who've gotten it because they've all been fucking around. Like, come on now. Exactly. One weekend. Like, Amber Rose comes to town. Right. Bam. There's so, your new statistic. 400, 400 cases of gonorrhea, 126 cases of chlamydia, and 18 cases of syphilis. Um, this is fucked up, man. And 400 in St. Louis, even for gonorrhea, I found that's not, that's not crazy to me either. And the other thing that it kind of means is I wonder if this is just how many people had to use um, public um, like uh, clinics and stuff. That's right. Because that would explain why the percentage is skewed so high in just the favor of black people. Because if I can go to a private doctor and take care of this shit, they don't have to report. That. Why wouldn't I just fucking go there? You know what I mean? Like keep this shit on the low, dog. I got yep. the clap. Actually, you know. And, and then meanwhile, you know, you go to that public shit. They just reporting it right away. Like, yeah, they had to clap. You know, I had to fix it for free. You know what? The, um, one thing to keep in mind, whether it's public or private, um, and I don't know the specific laws here, but there's certain diseases that when a doctor gives you a positive result. They've got, and they fucking page refresh for no reason. That was stupid. But like, gon- yeah, I, I, I don't know if gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis are this way, but I know like hepatitis is one where the doctor has to report that to the CDC that you are oh, the person okay. who has that. So maybe the numbers aren't skewed. Right. Um, gay men who know they have HIV account for all the new cases of syphilis. Damn. All. Oh, you know them. Who gives a fuck? They already got AIDS. Okay, you got syphilis now too. Whoopee. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I don't. You. You have AIDS is bigger than syphilis, so they already had AIDS. Why are we reporting that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like they downgrade it. It's, 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like that's all. Uh, yeah, that shit is like. Yeah, you think AIDS is looking at the syphilis? Like, come on, join me on the chair. Yeah, that shit is like the ketchup in the bag of like STDs. You know. <laughs> like, yeah, let me get some ketchup dipping sauce too, man. I take some syphilis. Um, two people who know their status and they know they are positive for HIV, feel like they can have sex without a condom because they're already infected, Walker said, and what they're doing is giving each other syphilis. Ah. With syphilis up 46% from 18 cases, that was enough to drive it up 46%. Think about it. Gonorrhea up 31% and chlamydia up 3%. So clap is going around. Chlamydia is going around a little stronger than everything else, Mm. I guess. Walker says none of the increases appeared linked to any cutbacks in health department spending. Of course not. Wait, real, real quick. That, I, that wouldn't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> no, here's what I don't fucking care. Edu- educating people about STDs? Oh, no, that wouldn't. How could you possibly use that to explain the rise in STDs? Go ahead, Buckingham. Sorry. I, I, no, it's, it's all right. I was just looking at this. You know, we're, we're reading through these fucking statistics. It's fucked up because they don't talk about what time period this increase happened. Did this shit happen over a weekend, a month? Or are we talking four years? Because there's 18 new chlamydia cases or syphilis cases in four years. Then years. who gives a fuck? We have an issue. That's a great point. That is a great point, man. Um, I have not cut communicable disease control in five in the five years that I've been director, Walker said, without uh, yet calling for funding increases. Walker warns that the reducing STDs could be an expensive public policy problem. If I put 20 disease investigators in the field, that's a job? <laughs> hey, dog, you got something? Okay, investigation over. Close. <laughs> in the field, and they follow these 55 people around who have syphilis, could I probably get rid of it? Yeah, but that would cost about $400,000. What? Wait, what? How do you? No. No, I... it's lies. That sounds like a money grab, because, like, how do you... Would a disease investigator stop someone from spreading syphilis? Oh, y'all, yeah, y'all sound a little quiet. Y'all sound a little quiet. So the investigators follow the people with diseases around? Like, like, are they stalking them? How does this actually... I don't understand how that actually works. It's lies. That's how it works. They just make shit up. I don't get how they could stop them, though, because they just going to walk in the bar and be like, no one fuck this person. <laughs> they have syphilis. I'm shutting this shit down. This is ridiculous. Maybe <laughs> so they're not investigators. Maybe they're cock blockers is what they actually do. <laughs> right. And, and, and you know what, Roger? You made a good point uh, some episodes ago. Um, if the real world was treated like the porn industry, they would shut that shit down. Yeah, the porn industry is much cleaner than the real world. Yes, they're it just is. like, no one fuck. Until we get this shit accomplished, and that'll get people motivated. You can't fuck or get money? Of course it'll solve this problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Walker is calling on private providers and community clinics to help her locate the sex partners of people with no STDs. She points to a new law in the state, the expedited partner therapy law, that allows for clinics to dispense enough antibiotics to a known carrier of gonorrhea, chlamydia, or syphilis to give anonymously to sexual partners to treat them. Um, so mm. even there, even there, though, that statistically they're admitting that there's a ton of people they don't fucking know about because they're like, yes. well, we're, we're diagnosing you and giving you fucking drugs to give to people, pharmacist guy, um, to people you have sex with that have the disease, too, um, because we know everyone's not reporting this shit. Um, of course, and not going to the doctor. Uh, if you have gonorrhea, then your partner probably has gonorrhea, Walker said. I need to talk to that partner and find out if they have three other partners 
or we never break the chain. She needs uh, to talk to them. Because I don't, th- I don't think somebody's gonna be admitting to their. She's, what, she's gonna go to the bar, find the guy with chlamydia, and be like, "Who you fucking? Tell me, tell me how many people you fucking. Have you seen her? That looks like somebody's grandma. Fuck that. But so that, that's what disease investigators do. She wouldn't do that herself. You know, that's crazy. Um, what? So the disease investigator shows up with a badge and be like, "All right, who you fucking? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with the CDC. <laughs> I'm the sex cop." <laughs> Everyone penis is out. <laughs> let me see it. Let me see if any growth marks. Yeah. Do you have any, any foreskin? You take one more step forward towards me, I will put a bullet in you. <laughs> and put and, your goddamn vagina out, ma'am. And I will be sure that these, these dies. I need sure. to smell it. You think they do it like when they t- test cocaine yeah, in like the 80s? Because if it don't smell right, wrong. It's like it's like that cocaine in the 80s with like Miami Vice and like take a little bit and taste it and like mm, oh venereal disease. <laughs> she they definitely the, has it. Uh uh-uh, they, they they do the cocaine where they swab it and then stick it in the solution and turn colors. No, that's yeah, that's, that's an acid thousand. acidity stick strip thing acidity. Yeah, alkaline. Yeah. Yes, that's that's like the 2000 version. I'm talking oh, my about. Bad. I'm taking it back to the 80s. Oh okay. Mmm, taste some of this, Tubbs. Oh, no, thank <laughs> this you. This woman has grade A gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fresh off the boat. This is top of the line. <laughs> so, when did you get this two weeks ago, girl? So um, this one woman was being an upstanding citizen by doing her civic duty and going to court. Uh-oh. Uh, she needed a ride to court, though, in Albany, New York. Um, and two friends, along with her, allegedly, Took a stolen car to court. Nice. Oh, they can ride the bus? Colony police received a call at 5.14 p.m. Wednesday from officers in Albany. A stolen car with an OnStar global positioning system indicated <sighs> that the car was at uh, this road where the courthouse was. Um, police found the unoccupied car in the park in their parking lot and arrested three suspects. One of these was uh, Pamela D. Copes, 33, of Albany, who had a court appearance in the Colony Justice Court for two previous arrests. Mm-mm-mm. The car is white. Uh, who cares what kind of fucking car it was? <laughs> Coase is charged with criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree, a felony. Um, you know, and, and Bokeen, I know you say you used to be like a reporter and whatnot and you used to report on the crimes and stuff. <laughs> Are you guys like putting shit in there just to feel like like some type of color with letters for the article or something? How do you mean? How do you mean? Like when you're like, oh, the car is a white 2007 Chevy Impala four door sedan, valued at two hundred two hundred and thirty five dollars. Now clearly that motherfucker just looked that up like on the internet. You know what it is? A lot of times you're writing for fucking space. In other words, you might have a story where there's you don't really have much of shit to say, and you're like, damn, that shit is short. That's only and they measure they measure in column inches, so how long the story is actually going to appear on the page. So sometimes you'll have to fill it out to fill out space, or the editor will interject something and be like. Damn, we ain't got a, we ain't got enough room to fill up page seven. So I'm gonna interject this bullshit. I'm gonna look at Kelly's blue book and find out how much this Impala was worth. A lot of times editors would add that kind of bullshit. That's what I thought, man. Because when they give like the exact address to everything in the story, yeah, you're trying to like they went to the down. courthouse and the courthouse is on 243 Wolf Road. Yeah. A short time later, the car had been moved to 3112 Wolf Road. Address is uh, you know like why? 
Why? Who gives a fuck? No one reading this article was like, what was the exact address? I need to know. Where is Wolf You know what? Though, working at the newspaper, the funny thing is, it says like 312 Wolf Road. If the actual address is like 213 Wolf Road, you'll get letters from a bunch of old people who'd be like, motherfucker, you're lying! I can't <laughs> this liberal media selling me lies! And do that. <laughs> you got people showing up at my house. Like the conspiracy goes all the way to the top. Even the paper's on the take. <laughs> 213, 312, it's a sign that all adds up to 666. <laughs> I can't read this paper anymore. I'll go to hell. Area code for phone numbers is 312. Oh, yeah, it's a conspiracy then. Yep. That dude was right. Um, But anyway, man, she drove a stolen car and shit. She got caught. Um, Now, Miss Chartreuse, you might be one of the people that believes in this shit. I don't know if you do. I know you have some uh, unique and different takes on different types of things not that's one of the reasons i enjoy listening to your podcast to see what you think about stuff mm-hmm. do you think that there's meanings in people's dreams and nightmares and stuff i actually really do because i think that life is a dream like even like what we're doing right now it's just a form of a dream of a reality and i think that when we dream it's our subconscious speaking to us so if you practice maybe trying to document what your dreams are saying or what you experience in your dreams after some time you might come to figure out that there's some sort of greater message or something and i think that everything is connected so i yeah definitely so it's all like the matrix kind of I mean, I guess so. I suppose you could say put it in that sort of comparison. Well, according to CNN.com, they found this on CareerBuilder.com, which is kind of odd. Uh-huh. Um, work dreams mean shit. Work Uh-oh. dreams? Work dreams. Okay. Mm. I can get behind that because some of the things I do is working in restaurants, and a lot of the times, not a lot of the times, but every – now and again, I will have dreams where I'm, like, working at a bar, and it's not the same bar that I actually work in, but wherever I'm working at, I'm, like, completely in the weeds, over my head, completely overwhelmed. There have been people sitting for, like, three hours that I haven't even gotten to yet, you know, just crazy shit like that. So I can yeah. I can relate well, to I that. Was, I was a waiter. I think every waiter's probably had the in-the-weeds dream. Yeah. I know I just couldn't get caught up. Yeah, well, you Mm -hmm. just, like, it's all a dream, but it's just, like, ridiculous. Right. And then I just get to a point where I'm like, oh, okay, this has to be a dream because this is too fucked up. So then I kind of, like, get myself out of there. And then, according to this, um, these nightmares, uh, the, the, I'm going to read the explanation. It's not the actual description of these people's nightmares, but Mm -hmm. missing deadlines is a common dream. Mm -hmm. Diane Sawyer told me that she gets. He's oh, a famous okay. person, obviously. Oh, wow. uh, an outer level that is uh, common if you have a job where you are always up against deadlines and the dream mm-hmm. is trying to make sure that you're on your toes and on time. But on a deeper level, you may want to ask if you are happy with your job. And if not, are you feeling like you are running out of time to get the job you truly want or be in a place in your career where you feel you should be in, uh, in, that, way, in that way is your life's clock ticking? Interesting. Interesting. You know, I, I throw out there that, you know, 
And I know we're going to go through a couple of these other scenarios, but in general, if you have a nightmare about your work or you re- reoccurring have nightmares about your work, you probably do need to reevaluate if you're you're in the place you want to be. Because I look at I love my fucking job. I barely ever dream about work, and when I dream about work, it's about something cool happening at work. I never have fucking work nightmares. I have other nightmares. Serving is a completely different thing. Oh, no. Working at a bar is a completely different thing than what you do. Yeah, you will have nightmares. Yeah, and I mean you're constantly moving. There's so many scenarios and so many possibilities and so many people that you're dealing with that that goes into your subconscious and you are going to work that shit out when you're asleep. And I feel like it's hard to be happy in that situation too. Like you have to fight for your happiness when you work in a place like uh, that, especially if you live off of tips like mm-hmm. it could be like there's some like humiliating shit and then you find out people ain't shit mm-hmm. um that's how that's how i learned totally uh, was working with people i was like y'all motherfuckers ain't shit i can't believe from a distance i always thought y'all was about something right the totally. second you get any leverage over a human being you become an asshole yeah so. yep. and um, that's why i think like one of my things that i focus on when I work is to not give people that leverage over me to just remain myself no matter what the situation. And that way it just cannot affect me and can't get to me. A dream is a different thing, but in real life, I'm just like, you know, I know who I am. So whatever, you can be an asshole. You have to, you have to fight for your happiness. If you work, like, like I said, I'll tell, I'll say this before on the show. I'll tell everybody, if you get a chance to get out of that shit and you can like do something else, make more money. Fuck out. Do it. Don't do it forever. Shit, motherfuckers ain't shit, dog. They will treat you like shit forever. Forever. It's a managers power that help you. The managers mm-hmm. never have your fucking back. Yep. If you're like, yo, this dude, this table, man, they're clearly they like fucking. sell you out. Yeah, yes. and they go over there like, I apologize. For mm, even if you're telling the rules and regulations that they told you in the fucking right. handbook, it does not matter when they walk out there. So yes. it's not it's not something that I feel like people should do for extended periods of time at all because it'll kill your soul. But they, it will, man. It will. Um, now, though, that if you're in like like I agree because y'all kind of like we're like, well, serving something different. But that's the thing. If you're having nightmares about whatever job it is, whether it's serving or something else, if you're having straight up nightmares about it, it does mean that deep down you want to get the fuck out of it and you don't want to be doing it. And that's why I'm really glad that the NBA is in a lockout. And because I work at United Center, so no bowl games. I no bowl games, and I think I got my wish. So I'm sorry if this is happen. I did. I did. I was like, I don't want to work at United Center. I don't want to work at United Center. And I can't. I'm gonna call David Stern. I didn't know this was Ms. Chartreuse's fault. I, I thought it was. Yes. Thought it was a damn revenue share. Me too. Set your intention. Sometimes things happen. <laughs> uh, now the dream where you're in over your head which is like the in the weeds dream as stressful as this dream is it's giving the demeanor some good advice I mean the dreamer some good advice it seems like there's some sort of situation in, here, in her life she's trying to manage it may indeed be something with your job but she also needs to look at her personal life and ask herself where is my life am I trying to feed others needs hence the restaurant setting the message is in the in the people who are unqualified for the job um what the message is in the people who are unqualified for the job this is the way her dreaming mind is telling her it's time to get rid of or stop doing what isn't working and perhaps start over just as it would be better to fire unqualified servers and hire ones who know what to do that dream explanation went from one end to the next it went from like it went from like you're in a restaurant you're in over your head as a waiter to you're now the manager and you need to fire those motherfuckers Uh, yeah yeah 
Yeah. What? Who? Who explained this bullshit? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I'm not gonna um, attempt. Dream expert and author of the book Dream on It. Unlock your dreams and change your life. <laughs> Public humiliation. <laughs> Everyone had that dream where you go to. Well, I've never had it, but go to like school a, naked or something. Something. Yeah, I never had it, but I, it's a dream that you always hear about. Oh dear. Well, you know this is gonna be a doozy. She had to get her mind right. She's like, oh dear. Oh, this yeah. suggested the dreamer. She clutched her pearls. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> this suggests the, de- the dreamer may have slipped up at work in some way and is now dealing with a certain level of embar- embarrassment and concern of how others now view him. Interestingly enough, I am noticing a dreaming trend in which Facebook post dreams are being replaced, uh, beginning to replace the good old naked dream. So it's like you dream that you put a post on Facebook like naked. Uh, <laughs> wow. Or that someone's posted on Facebook about you. That's crazy, man. Technology. Yes. Um, It used to be that when we did something in waking life that we feel stupid about, we would get naked in a public dream. Now I'm hearing more and more from embarrassed individuals that are dreaming their mistake was posted on Facebook. I believe the message in this particular person's dream is in fact that he can't log in to change or delete posts. His dream is showing him that he can't change what he's already done, so take it as a lesson and move on. Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. It could be like a little microcosm for life. Yeah. You know, sometimes once you put something out there, you can't take it back. But especially now, uh, now, but it is also a lie because on Facebook you can't delete that shit. No, it's there forever. But it will be forensic. People will be able to find it. uh, Oh yeah. Along with your child porn. So of course, if they do computer forensics, they're going to be in the same folder. Good thing I just Um, got a new computer a couple weeks ago. Thank you both. Yeah. Well, did you burn the other computer? And you didn't. You got information. You had to cremate it. It's the only way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right, there's another uh, dream I don't give a fuck about. Um, And the last thing, because we could not do an entire fucking show without any sore ratchetness happened. That's That's right. It's fucking impossible. So, people was ratchet with swords. Kenneth Ray Brown. Man, that sounds like a brother. Uh, Kenneth Ray Brown. (laughs) Only brothers get that nickname, that that middle name Ray. Right. (laughs) Ray. Uh, Kenneth Ray Brown of Yucca Valley, who wielded a sword to wound a man who was dating Brown's sister, was sentenced Thursday to state prison. Uh Uh-oh. Brown was sentenced to five years in state prison in Joshua Tree's Superior Court under the terms of a plea bargain for wounding Brandon Koenig Koenig during a confrontation in June, according to San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office. Brown, he's 18 years old, received another year in state prison after he was found in possession of methamphetamine in jail. So he had that, that meth on him, dog. Wow, in jail. Uh, an argument erupted between Brown and Koning on June 25th at a resident on Hermosa Avenue. Um, according to authorities, the victim was apparently dating Brown's sister, and the argument was related to that. Brown retrieved a 21-inch sword and swung it at the victim. Wow. From where? His back pocket. I don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> he retrieved you. They say where he got it from. Koning was cut on the hands and neck. Um, uh, sheriff's deputies arrested Brown on suspicion of attempted murder, and he was booked in the Morongo Basin Jail on October 4th. Mm-hmm. Brown accepted a plea bargain in Supre- Superior Court, and he pleaded guilty to one count of attempted murder. Shit. Wow. 
He was definitely trying to kill him. That's another thing about these fucking sword guys. They never practice enough to be proficient with the sword. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking kill the guy if you're gonna do it. But how the fuck you practice killing folks with a sword other than going out and trying to kill someone, Rod? I mean, seriously. I I'm gonna tell you how, dog. I see this all the time in the cartoons I watch and all kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. Cut up some trees, dog. That's what they do. They sure do. When well, you can slice that. through that fucking tree, you know you ready, dog. When that, <laughs> when you see them out there and, and the ninjas are like cutting bam- bamboo straight through and then the, the tree don't even fall right away. It take like one second and then they slowly fall. That's when you know you got that, that yes, power. Because put like this, if you can chop through a tree that's 110 years old, you would definitely chop through bone. Yeah. Okay. Man, these motherfuckers ain't ready, bro. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Makes sense. You know, they're like, you don't like to know you can kill somebody with a gun. You don't shoot motherfuckers in the head. You go out and you aim at some shit and start shooting. You go, okay, I can shoot that can from 20 feet away. Yes. Chances mm-hmm. are if that can had a fucking, uh, you know, a knife, I'd fucking put it two in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> Very simple. Take that Coke Zero. Take your, fucking- yeah. <laughs> Take your sword owner ship. Uh, seriously, sword owners. Um, she was going to put the shackle around his ankle and felt something in his sock, according to, uh, and then they found that crystal meth. Now, we've done all the stories. We have come to something. We made everybody wait through this, right? Because mm-hmm. people are like, was this episode sponsored? Yes, it was sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Productions. Only true fans are going to hear this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to print out this long-ass email because it's just too much. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to have our guest. Pick a number. Okay. Seven. Oh, y'all, okay. Seven. They picked seven right away. Pick seven right away. Seven right away. Pick seven right away. Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, so uh, they picked this number, and uh, I'm going to go to our site because we had a drawing for Shadow Out Productions. Someone gets to win a free Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And they also, the, another person gets to re- win a free audio play. Uh, the Blu-rays of the movie Dirt Cheap Therapy. Mm-hmm. Of course, everybody knows Shadow Dog Productions sponsors the show. You can go to ShadowDogProductions.com. Yes. Um, and since you picked seven, I'm going to pick the seventh person on the list that Dexter sent us of people who entered the contest by either retweeting him Ooh, when he was promoting. Um, <laughs> so they, either, they either retweeted him when he was promoting Dirt Cheat Therapy or they uh, bought something, an audio play from ShadowDotProductions.com. Yes. The seventh person on this list, let's talk about who is not first, was not Shogun Mitsurugi. Not, you have to say the knots to make them feel bad. Yes. Uh, it was not Nemesis Prime 117. No, it was not you. <laughs> Dark Side 32, you would think it would be you, but guess what? You were wrong. <laughs> if Chartreuse did not pick your number, that would have been three. <laughs> Terrence Wilson, you were not picked. You were Tyrell713. I'm sorry. K Diggy. People government name, son. That's what we put on the list, man. Shit. K, K Diggy. <laughs> he was not picked. Terry Noel. Noel Abstract. You were not picked, dog. So that means number seven. T underscore Hilla on Twitter was picked. You need to direct message Woo-hoo! at Shadow Dog Prod and give them your address. You get a free you audio play. You get an audio player. You all get an audio player. You get an audio player. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. She gets a free Blu-ray. I'm back. Uh, free Blu-ray. You get a Blu-ray. You get a Blu-ray. You get a Blu-ray. Now, Bo King, 
you pick a number. Ooh, this is really and fun. we'll decide if uh you get to pick the other person. Alright, well since you go read all the names, I'm gonna go with number five thousand six hundred and fifteen. Okay. Six, six, I will just say that is the last person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that person's name is Sheep Murderer. Okay. So congratulations, <laughs> Sheep Murderer. Bokeem picked you to win a free audio play. Um and also you need to uh either email um uh Dexter and the email will be um uh attached to the uh actual uh show notes. Yes. Or you can uh hit him up on at Shadow Dog Prod uh, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Hit him up with your ad with your address and all that good shit and uh you know, or I guess your email for this one. He'll send you a free audio play of your choosing. I would suggest Drive Through, which stars me and uh, luxurious Karen. Yes. Um, as she curses me out. I do. So. <laughs> T underscore Hilla and Sheep Murderer. You motherfuckers won. Everybody else lost. Um, <laughs> next time, try to be randomly better. <laughs> Randomly picked, and I, I suggest you guys go follow Bokeen and uh, Miss Chartreuse and fuss at them on Twitter about not picking your number. Um, all right, well, this has been another episode of the Black Guy <laughs> Tips. Um, we had a great time as always. We did. Ended up talking probably way too long. I'm sorry about that, guys. It's never uh, too long when it's wonderful and it's beautiful. Oh well, thank you very much. It was meant to be, and we love you. And it's so nice to connect with you. And it was a really good night. And thank you to everybody in the chat rooms. I had a lot of fun talking with people in the chat rooms as well. So if you were connecting with me in the chat room, hit me up on Twitter too. I think I followed most of the people that I've connected with. But if I have not, please just hit me up. Be like, what's up? Y'all do that, man. And um, check them out. Uh, consumptionjct.com. Um, you can also find them at iTunes, uh, Consumption Junction Podcast. Um, they're awesome, man. I wouldn't tell you to listen to them if I didn't. So, um, and I, I find them very fucking entertaining, honestly. Um, and of course, with us, there's all kinds of shit you can do. Mm-hmm. I say go to theblackoutist.com, right? Me too. Um, I also Thanks. say, uh, buy shit, donate. Um, you have to support your local economies, support black-owned businesses, support people mm-hmm. that are doing their own things, support entrepreneurs. You give your money to Walmart, Target, all these things all day long. Support people that are creating art and giving their time to give you quality. Simple, yeah. plain and simple, support them. It doesn't matter what they're doing. 20 bucks, 30 bucks, do something. Well, hell, yeah. we'll even take a dollar. Yeah. And you, you, but you they already can spare 20 bucks. People can spare $20. Yeah, hopefully they can. Or five dollars, yeah. fine, okay. We'll, we'll take whatever, okay? That's put it like this: if you can spare it, we'll take it, okay? As long as it's not a tire iron, then no, you we, keep we that don't shit. take tire irons and we don't take swords. <laughs> but um, thank you guys that uh tune in on Vocal Live, of course. Thank and, uh, you. Other people that listen on Twib FM, uh, you know, thanks to all those people that you know find their way to the show. We appreciate the downloads and people yeah. contributing, and uh, it's your contributions that will. In this lockout of Justin and Will, and yeah. enable them to get back in the fucking studio where they belong. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Cut your fucking demands, Justin. I don't care about that they are shit. They ridiculous. Anyway, I'm gonna break their union, and then they'll be back <laughs> on the show. Um, and of course, you can email us at blackoutists at gmail dot com. You can call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. You can ask questions in vocal and stuff. We do stay afterwards and answer, you know, whatever questions yeah, there were in there. I think we do have some. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that afterwards. And um, uh, what else can they do? Follow us on Twitter, at Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is in D-A-T. And join our Facebook group and uh, all that other cool shit. So mm-hmm. 
until next time love you you too